You've heard the pods. Now see the smods. See smod.com, your one-stop shop for tickets and info to all upcoming live Smodco shows. Babylon, back at the Improv in Hollywood on December 9th. Jay and Bob get old in Colorado. They have a sold-out show on Sunday, December 11th in Greenwood Village. Catch an evening with Kevin Smith for two evenings, actually, December 11th and December 12th in Greenwood Village, Colorado. Jay and Silent Bob get old December 12th south at the Landmark in Colorado. Fort Collins, get ready for Jay and Silent Bob get old on Tuesday, December 13th. Solo Kev in Colorado Springs on December 14th. Colorado Springs gets Jay and Silent Bob on Wednesday, December 14th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Denver, Thursday, December 15th. An evening with that Kevin Smith in Denver, downtown in Larimer Square, Thursday, December 15th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Telluride, Friday, December 16th. Kevin Smith dropping by Breckenridge on Sunday, December 18th. Bookmark csmod.com and we'll see you in your town soon. Hey everyone, it's Ashley, you know, Mrs. Gidlam, Steve, Dave, and I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Now, all of my girlfriends are always asking me, Ashley, how do you keep your marriage so fresh and exciting? And I tell them there's two things to keeping the intrigue in a marriage. Number one, absolutely zero contact of any kind and a healthy dose of Tell Em Steve Dave merchandise for those special occasions. Tell Em Steve Dave merchandise makes the perfect Christmas gifts. There's the Brian Johnson mugshot t-shirt for that bad boy or girl in your life. Want to heat up those cold winter nights? Then a Tell Em Steve Dave Aunt Zippo makes the perfect gift. And ladies, the four-color Demons jersey is sure to have him shooting and scoring this holiday season. All these and many more are available at TellEmSteveDave.com. So go to TellEmSteveDave.com for that oh-so-special gift for that oh-so-special person in your life. Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, and can someone tell Gidham I said hi? The homosexuals, all not being mass executed. <laughs> you had everything in your hands. I told you to go heavy on the Holocaust, and you didn't even say it once. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Steve, Dave. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell Em Steve Dave and what a, a packed uh, table I see here, Q. Yeah. And uh, we don't normally do this on Tell Em Steve Dave, but I need to issue a trigger warning. Uh-oh. Uh, if you hate, get him. Uh, you're about to be triggered. <laughs> <laughs> He's back? Yeah. I've seen some. Well, this may be it for a little while. We needed him today, though. Yeah, because we're... Well, we're, I gave him the pass to be on this week. Because we're, right. we're unveiling a, a new game. Yeah. To replace and to shut up some of the critics of the old game. This one's going to be. This one's going to be. Uh, Dyslexia. It's fertile for this, a lot of fun. Well, it, it, it's also. I think it's going to be a game that uh, it, it may be the game changer 
for Tell Him Steve Dave in terms of getting something done, like uh, a, a legitimately viable concept for a game show on television. Right. This is. I w- I'm hoping that you'll just take this section when we play the game and just plop it on Simmy's desk. Okay. Like like, <laughs> like, like a dog presenting, you know, like... Right. Presenting. Presenting. It'd be like, you know, fertilize this. I will do my best. Walt said that Simmy's going to like it so much he would even watch it on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We also have uh, an esteemed member of the academic community. Uh, We don't really normally have educated people on this show. I know, and it's nice to finally get one. Right. We're rubbing elbows with the... um, the intellectual elite, Q. Oh, look at him. He's got his fancy glasses on. Uh, Walt, uh, you went to college and then dropped out after a week because you got mono. Um, I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> That's right. I, uh, I got, quote unquote, got mono. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I went for classes here and there, mostly with Kevin, so we could make fun of other people in the classroom. <laughs> Uh, Q, you, yeah. you 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 attempted on and off, on and off. How many you years never... in total? Well, I know I have enough credits for a degree. Uh, definitely a, a what's the what's the middle associates one? associates, but no nothing in the way of being close to a doctorate or anything. Oh God, no! Not even like a, what's a, what's above an associates bachelor's. Bachelor. Yeah, I I think I have enough credits for a bachelor's, but it's so spread out that it's like it can never be focused into one thing. Right. And if there's one thing employers are looking for these days, they're like, wait, you have an associate? Well, <laughs> sit down, please. Let's talk. But, your mop. Um, get them. You've driven by colleges, I'm sure. I've, gone, I've, gone, I've done about six years of college amongst four different colleges. Or, or at least lurked around is, in the bushes. Is that the most college Whoa, then from all – pro- How many credits do you have, do you think? I don't even know. Who might be okay. even? He might have more. Okay. And, and but Frank F- Frank number five is here. Professor right? five. <laughs> wow. What college? What were uh, graduate of? Oh, I I have a couple of different degrees. Ooh. I do. I, <laughs> multiple degrees. Multiple yeah. degrees. Yeah. Four degrees and everyone combined at the table. <laughs> I love it. That's I, what I said last week. Excuse me, Frank. But yeah. I didn't mean to because I got I got I also got I, I heard this over to go over the course of the week. You know, don't diss listeners who may not be. Professors, or you know, because I said last week I like to hear that we're you know that we have super educated people like Frank listen. I only said that because <laughs> it makes me. You wanted to get Frank five here, so you thought you'd butter him up. <laughs> no, it makes me feel like we can't be as dumb as the emails that like the that the people are sending me that we're so dumb. Right. We couldn't possibly be that dumb if a man who has multiple degrees That's listens. Right. Mm. That's right. why I said that. And let's not take any of his other history into account. <laughs> <laughs> purely based on academia. <laughs> Can we remind listeners who Frank Five is again? He's the person who very early on. Very early on, uh, left his family over Thanksgiving and drove what, like seven hours? Yeah, to come here and to to come and watch. Tell him, Steve, Dave, yeah. record yeah. before like before anything. Before, before anybody was like, like Q was just a fireman. Mm-hmm. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't something important like uh, 
a TV guy. Right, you like he was a, he was at the Q that he is now, like supernova. Right, Q. Mm-hmm. I'm the fire that you got to put out now. Yeah. Oh. Right. Uh, but uh, but you right. brought you brought Mrs. Frank. Yes. Have we ever asked Miss Frank? Excuse me if we thought of this, but have you ever ever asked Mrs. her? Mrs. Five. Mrs. Yeah. Five. What was your reaction when your husband came to you a day before Thanksgiving? Was like, uh, dear, I'm going to be skipping Thanksgiving this year, and I'm going to take a seven hour drive to New Jersey to watch a podcast record. Assuming he cares enough about you to address you as dear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What was what was the reaction? I was fine with it. Did I, we ask I, this right? I, I, I think we did. I think yeah. So, yeah, I think you know the first episode you called her on the oh, phone. Yeah, <laughs> spoke yeah. to her on the phone. Has he missed anything? Well, it wasn't my number, oh. so that's why that's why she picked up. Has he has he missed any other Thanksgivings after that? Um, no, but I did kick nice. him out of the house this year, the day before Thanksgiving. He got kicked out. What yeah. did he do? He was just being fresh. <laughs> Being grouchy. fresh, huh? A little grouchy. He was very grouchy. Like fresh, like no. goose onion stuff? No, or? grouchy. Where do you go? He was very grouchy. I don't... Where did you go? <laughs> I drove around. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. How long were you kicked out for? Oh, uh, what? Six, seven hours? You drove around? I drove around. Six I hours? went to the mall. I just... I didn't need to be there. She told me to get out. Yeah, well, that's not being really getting kicked out. I thought maybe you had to get like get your own apartment or something. No, no, no. Yeah. I would come here. Living in a rooming house for a little while. Frank Five is also the only active Frank currently, right? Like Frank Three shows up every week, just on the wrong day. Oh, that's what he said. He keeps showing up, like assuming that we're recording. <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't he just ask us when we're recording? Because it's very difficult for me to tell him a firm date. Okay. And he always asks, like, when are the guys coming down to record? I'd love to, you know, just come by and hang out. But right. I'm always like, I don't so know. I'm afraid I'm going to lose my Frank status. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, probably the the most active Frank out of everyone. He's, yeah, he's definitely become the Frank of Franks. And how did you know it was time to go back? I was hungry. <laughs> you were hungry. Well that, well, that she would let you in. Like, did you text him and say, like, all right. No, can... I didn't want to. Now, no, what do you count as fresh? Well, he was just very grouchy. I was trying to cook in the kitchen, getting ready for the next day, and he was just crazy. I don't know what his problem was. Were you having relatives over? No, we had to go to the relative's house. To two different houses. Two different houses. Oh, uh, so you're like, fuck that. I don't yeah. want to do that shit. Yeah. I'm Frank Five. <laughs> I do. You yeah. know what? You know what we did? We went, to, we went to my aunt's house. And I'm going to get everybody... swarmed by admirers. <laughs> yeah. does, he, does he ever break out his Frank Five uh, status? No, not no, really. No, okay. No, but even doesn't. during even during Thanksgiving, everybody was eating at the table, and after I was done, I was done eating. I got up and I went in the other room by myself. You did. And she said, "You got to come back in the other room." I said, "Why?" She says, "Well, that's normal and where everybody else is." Let me tell you something. <laughs> this Thanksgiving, everybody gathered around the table. I took all my stuff and I went outside, outside the house, <laughs> because I built like a little fire in a fire ring, and I just sat there and ate by myself. And people look at you like, what the fuck? <laughs> to which I say, I want to talk to you. Mm, that sounds great. You know? And nobody tried kicking me out for being fresh. Pimp <laughs> <laughs> hand is weak, Frank. <laughs> I can't even imagine the look on your face if, like, if Suzanne was like, 
Take your shit and go. <laughs> Just go. It's funny you should say that. <laughs> there was an incident a couple of weeks ago where she's like screaming at me. She's like, leave. Just leave. I don't want you in this house. And I just looked at her. I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> I'm going to leave the place that I pay for. Fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, no. I've never – yeah, that that would be laughable. But it might be worth it though, right? Yeah, go out and do some stuff by yourself. And how was Thanksgiving? How did it turn out? Did you have to talk to people? Um, Why do you hate your relatives? No, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's I hate – I mean I see them all the time. Right. So for me, the holidays aren't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that I have to get dressed and – Oh, you made them dress up nice? No, just oh. just put clothes on. Yeah. Just pajamas. <laughs> and whose family is it? Yours or his? Both. We go to both families. Oh, the whole family. Yeah. Well, one we go one family in the morning and one in the afternoon. Wow, what a thrill that must be to Thanksgivings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have like a Thanksgiving breakfast? Well, no. Lunch. It's like a lunchtime and then oh, okay. dinner. Well, the, yeah, yeah, and she gets mad because what will happen is we'll go to my aunt's at noon and then we're done at 2 o'clock and then we go to her brother's house to eat and it's... Two thirty, and she wants me to eat a whole Thanksgiving <laughs> meal again. And so I just ate an hour ago. I All right, to me that that would not be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it would be the interaction with other people. <laughs> Why don't you split it up? Why don't you go to one? You go to one. That's not being a. That's a good man. idea. Get together every three hundred sixty-five days out of the year. What's the one day? These are special days you look back upon when you know when when you're sitting on that chair. Yeah. On the porch, uh-huh. and you're looking back, you, you know, and you're sitting there. Yeah, you're wasted a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> the guy drove around for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> zone. How's yeah. that special? <laughs> Who goes where? Does he go to her family? No, he goes, goes to, to his? his family. She goes to hers. They meet back at night. So I think the opposite would be better. And you go to no. her family? Yeah, and then her go to your family. Oh, they don't want that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, Miss Five, they can cut you, loose a little bit. Do you enjoy the holidays? You're a social. Oh. You're a social person. You like to, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, you know, you guys aren't perfectly matched, right there. <laughs> um, Should have talked to us before you got married. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're learning. How long have you been married? Sixteen years. Wow. I was telling I was telling the guys a story when I first got here, and it was the first year that we ever got married, and we had Christmas at our house, and everybody had been at the house long enough. So I took out the vacuum cleaner and started vacuuming, and everybody was eating dessert while this was going on. So I was vacuuming under the table, and people were lifting up their feet, and my wife's mother actually brought her into the kitchen and said, what is he doing? She's like, I don't know. We've just been married for four months. I can't get behind you on that one. That sounds, that sounds rough, buddy. That would be a tough one to, yeah, to, to, to slide past that. anyone. You're not just like, all right, let's go. Come on. I could t- you, you tried to be a little passive aggressive, didn't work. Yeah. How late was it? For what? For the like, what time was it? Where you're just like enough like, of these people? It was probably like ten, ten o'clock maybe at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's when I started saying it. It's mm-hmm. at ten yeah. o'clock. Yeah, That's you should late. should have gotten like drunk and just be like, I gotta go to bed. Yeah, no, you should have got like drunk and abusive, and you'd be like, it's five. <laughs> you know what happens? <laughs> no talking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're you're a professor. You have how many degrees now? Um, well, currently, right now, I have uh, I have four. Mm-hmm. Um, going for the doctorate right now, so, so you got you go on your rings on all fingers, huh? Do you get yeah. a ring when you get a doctorate? I don't know if you can ring when you <laughs> so get the a world series. He's, he's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> One for the thumb. Yeah. He's, he's going to run out. It like the last degree is a cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> 
But a doctor, you said that's what you're. That's going what for? I'm going for now. It takes it takes a little while to get one. So I just I just started working at the college. Uh, I was there part time for about four years, and I was I'm full time now. This is my second year going in full time. Do you have that? What's it called when you get that? Um, when you get that certain status where they can't get rid of you? Tenure. Tenure. You have that yet? Not not at the job that I'm at now. I had it at the job previously. I was a, a school teacher for um, just about 17 years. Uh, I worked in the public school for 17 years. What you're grade? pretty youthful looking for like these Thank numbers you. you're throwing at us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What grade did you teach? Uh, I taught school? fifth grade uh, for 10 years, and then I taught sixth grade uh, for seven. Any hot students? At the college? <laughs> no, the fifth and sixth graders. <laughs> <laughs> So we don't um, want to give away Frank's uh, – Frank 5 will just be known as Frank 5. Yeah, I think Because he doesn't so. have tenure yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see any so. rings. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you feel he's qualified to judge this game we got coming up? Well, I mean he's definitely the only professor in TSD town, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Mean, <laughs> that's a good bet, right? Pretty much. Yeah, I guess so. All right. So before we get to that, we got to talk about this uh, this Prussian kissing skull and how things have developed over the week. Yeah, oh, we got people are very get, excited. Get into the skull now. I thought that that was the plan. I don't. Yeah, Walt yeah. said. Walt I, I, said there's, he, a, there's there's some news on the skull that I mean, I'm glad that Frank Five is here because an educated man, I think, is needed to sit at the table as a right. And if to get his. Um, Thoughts. I wouldn't even it takes it. Walter a long time to summon up the word thoughts because we haven't gone to college. Um, what are your degrees in? You never did say. Education. So I actually – Four I have, degrees in education? You no. Know, I have uh, an associate's in an applied science. Uh, I have an associate's degree. I have a bachelor's degree in education and I have a master's degree in literacy. Um, and then the uh, the PhD we're looking at is uh, educational administration. Way. So it's like it could be like a dean, yeah. like a crusty old dean trying yeah. to squash the fun of mm-hmm. super qualified to dean be Wormer. the professor yeah. and grade this game show today. Could you imagine being the dean these days? Like the shit you got to deal with. They're like, I saw someone in a mini sombrero, Professor Five, <laughs> <laughs> or no, it would be Doctor Five at that point. And you're gonna, you're gonna have to deal with that, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're gonna have, have to. Now. Yeah. You're gonna have to be out there patrolling the campus, making sure no one's appropriating anyone else's culture. That the the, the lo mein is authentic. <laughs> only Chinese people are eating it. Will it snap back one day, or is this the way the future is? I no sombreros. A I, ho- I hope. Future. I hope. In person, this is just personal. I hope it snaps back someday. It's. It's. In my opinion, it's too much now. Right. It really is. It's, okay. Let's get off that topic before people shut off the show. Get right. triggered. Yeah. <clears throat> so the skull. So you you look at it. Does this look like a real skull to you? It does. It does, right? It does. It, yeah, it absolutely does. Okay. It's The weight of it feels like it's a skull. I mean, you look at the cracks and you could see the spongy material. It, it, it does. It looks like a skull. Right. So you, Sp- your, your educated guess is it's a real skull. My educated guess is it's a real skull. Okay. That's from a guy with a degree in literacy. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you know a, that shit's on the up. As a man of science, though, do you put any weight in the, the claims that you made last week? It's hard because in science – because I used to – I taught science at the, at the elementary school and 
you know, scientifically, I would say no, but um, superstitious, I, I am superstitious, and I, you know, I wouldn't, you're I wouldn't be surprised. You, yeah, you, you, one foot in, in science, one foot in superstition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even touch it when it first came in. Right, and now I don't know. You've touched it a couple times now. Yeah, your first. <laughs> Has it reached out to you? Is that why you're no. touching it? Does he touch it a lot, Miss Five? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever caught him in the throes of self pleasure, no. Miss Five? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, something occurs to you? You say it? Yes. Yeah, so she just said, "Did I answer okay?" I said, yeah, yeah, you did good. <laughs> well, you now did last well. week, Bri, you uh, you gave the skull five dollars, and you you asked it to solve a dilemma. I did. Um, Gidum gave it five dollars. It was my five dollars, and it w- and the skull rejected, it, or actually Q rejected. Well, I rejected. It. I didn't like the. On the behalf of the skull, you rejected. Yeah, it. Mm-hmm. yeah. I will just just to give you an update. The skull has a, a place of honor in my house. It's on a it's on a shelf by itself. I have a candles next to it, and uh, following the advice of several ants online, uh, I have put a ring of salt around it. They said, salt. What does the salt do? They were saying that that will keep um, slugs away. No, <laughs> I mean it will, I guess the added it was benefit. On, um, I don't uh, know. Ash versus Evil Dead. They did the same thing. They put a circle of um, salt around okay. Pablo. Maybe that's where they got keep it from. I guess. What kind of salt um, was it? It's uh, sea salt. Oh, okay. It was sea salt. Um, oh, regular salt works. I, I don't. Wait, I, I, it's sugar or salt. 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 Um, uh, and I have. Uh, House is infested with insects. <laughs> also gave it uh, a little shot, uh, a little shot glass next to it, and I've put uh, some whiskey in it. Is this Joe Boo? I don't know. Well, I, it goes. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm supposed to. You took this shot of whiskey. I don't know. He's doing every uh, every cliche in movie history. Put some garlic cloves up. They are cliches for reasons. Uh, it, it has continued to help me with uh, with things. So Still bringing you clarity. Right now, we have a good relationship going. Uh, so I'm good, but I've been treating it with respect. I don't know how how these guys have been hand- faring. Brian, now would you now you don't? Is it against the rules to tell us what the problem you asked to be solved was, or or would you even be able to? Is it too personal? No, it's it's not personal. I don't know. What do you have? I don't know. You're the caretaker. Yeah, I don't know the rules, dude. I don't know any, I, everything I know about this skull. I I I've t- I told well, you last week. Do you want it before? Do you want to? Like I said, there was a game changer about the skull that came in this week. Do you want to read and Do you want Brian to tell what happened to him in the past seven days, or would you rather hear? What I don't. I've know. discovered about the skull in the past seven days. So you've got research on the skull. I've got somebody who supplied me with research on the skull. I mean, I gotta know. I gotta, I gotta know. Somebody knew about the skull. Someone emailed me. Fuck, man, I'm getting so many emails. I'm ready to fuck you. Because you keep mentioning that <laughs> you read emails. Skull out of here. Oh my <laughs> god! And not only They're about like, the you're skull. dumb. The skull is cool. <laughs> man, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be. Um, 
nice, but if I get one more email telling me that someone's not going to listen to the show anymore based on blank, blank, blank. Right. And get them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm just, I, I, I'm just going to, you're going to get back a nasty email. Oh, really? Starting now. But I don't even think you should do that because then people are going to want the nasty emails. I think you should just. Not the nasty emails I'm going to send. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, you're, and it's going to be, people are, you know, because they are being, not, in one hand, they're being polite and being like, you know, they're throwing in that that preface of like, I love the show, but right. So then it's hard to be like to to be like you know just be uh, cruel and uh, dismissive. Right. But I'm going to have to start now, unless it's about the skull. Okay. <laughs> so what did they say about the skull? What didn't they say about the skull? First off, I got an email here that is, I. Th- I mean, it, it's. I mean, it's. It goes on and on and on. Is it signed, Declan? <laughs> Why? Because he's constantly writing these. Well, he used to write these emails until I called him out on it. Um, do you want to hear just pages I mean, of shit? I mean, it, it is. You it got is highlights. I, I mean, you want to just hear a little bit of some of what somebody yeah. wrote into you? Well, right. Okay. Well, what's yeah? Because I got to know what sort of information we got here. Longtime listener of TSD, right. never had a reason to reach out to you guys before, but after listening to the last Overkill, I had to write in. I'm worried that Q. I'm worried that the horse has left the barn already. But I figured if you guys are informed, it would be better. Without giving my name away, I am of Prussian <laughs> descent. <laughs> we got a Prussian on our hands here, boys. How how do you know? Tom, do you have official Prussian? How do you know if you if you're from you have relatives from Prussia? Well, the ancestry well it's a region, or? right? I thought it was a fake land. No, no, it was a region. Before. It comprised of like a bunch of different countries. It was huge, and then oh, okay. So it most broke likely everybody countries. may be a, a descendant of, of from Prussia, right? Well, not everyone. No, just people in that specific. I think Trans- well, you might know somebody from Prussia. What's that? You might know somebody from Prussia who's who got Prussian relatives. Who's bloodline? Yeah, like somewhere in their bloodline. Sure. Yeah. Well, the Germans was part of Prussia. The Russians, Czechoslovakians, right. I think Sweden. There's right. a couple more. Transylvania, I believe I read, was was part of it. That's real, too? Blah! Transylvania, yeah. yeah. It's a real tra- oh, Although it's part of something else now, right? It's not its own. Bram Stoker made that up. Yeah, nope. <laughs> and I know something about the kissing devil. Why do people think we're dumb? <laughs> <laughs> Tired of it. <laughs> sick of it. I really, I mean, I'm sick of the fucking emails. I really am. And, and some of the some long-time listeners, some long-time listeners got spanked, and I hated to do it. Really? Yeah, but I just, too many emails telling telling. What they want TSD to be? You think over the years they would have picked up that? That doesn't matter. I hated to do it, but you know, but and lose lose longtime listeners, but it had to be done. But anyway, back to the skull. Yeah, come uh, on, how, how do you feel? Get them <laughs> single handedly responsible. <laughs> um. I know something about the kissing devil. If Quinn somehow acquired the skull. And if, so, and if Quinn somehow acquired the skull, it disappeared some years back, then it could be some trouble for anybody who comes into contact with it. Uh-oh. Please understand, if my grandparents and people from that generation were still around, I would have to say – I'd have way more information for you than I have. I have heard the story of the kissing devil many times from my grandmother, 
but it's been years since the last telling. Unfortunately, these things that terrify the older generations just don't seem scary under a modern light. And I think that might be to our, which would, I don't know, be, well, be not our, not just, but like <laughs> you know, your peril. <laughs> I never took my grandmother and her stories as anything more than ghost stories. But she insisted that the kissing devil was real and that his skull was a powerful item capable of help and hurting. Here are the details I can recall. Some of the finer points might be lost, but I'm fairly positive I know the broad strokes. Jesus Christ, this is one for both motherfucker. Look, and they are so gracious. It goes on and on. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, I, I mean... I think he's in the Horror Writers Association, uh, the way he wrote a book about this. <laughs> um, definitive answers, yada, yada, yada. Hundreds of years ago, there was, was a village in Prussia. Wait, wait, wait. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Wait, wait. Hundreds of years ago, there was a village in Prussia. The exact location, I do not know. But my grandparents came from an area in what is now part of Poland. Oh. As this was before the internet, Poland was part of Russia. <laughs> he said, and this person writes, as this was before the internet, quote unquote, obviously. So it's kind of, kind of. Did uh, you write this, Frank Fox? <laughs> sounds like a uh, sounds like a thesis, right? Yeah. And because the story is so specific, I assume that she must have heard the story because it happened in that region. But that is an educated guess on my part. The Prussian devil's name. Do you want to know the name? He's got a name. Was Wilhelm. Von Hogwarts or Hogwitz. Wilhelm. Von Hogwash? Or probably just Wilhelm. Hogwarts. Hogwitz. Sounds like he was from... Uh, his that, name. Like he fucking was in a school about witchcraft. This yeah. skull. His name yeah. was Wilhelm? Wilhelm, I think, right? Is that uh, how you that's pronounced? You wanna, I mean, you want to take over reading this, bro? Well, maybe Frank Five should. Uh, <laughs> should uh, do you uh, do you know anything about ancient languages, Frank Five? No. Pick up right where it says where, where it says the name Wilhelm, um, or possibly just Wilhelm Hogwitz. He was born to a widow named Gobel Hogwitz, who was accused of consorting with the devil himself. The town considered her a sort of witch, but were too afraid to make a move against her. When Wilhelm was born, he was massively deformed. Grandmother never went deep into the exact nature of his deformities, but at times she had mentioned gnarled limbs, bleeding skin, horns, a sealed mouth that had to be cut open each morning, boils, and the like. Again, whatever embellishments my grandmother made, it was clear that the child was odd-looking. Wilhelm was raised... Wait, does this get him or the, <laughs> the devil skull? I got to cut his mouth open every morning. The first thing before, the, before we turn is the lock on his stash. He comes over and I, and I slice him with a box cutter. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. I mean, this is like... It's like 14 pages. Yeah. This came in the middle of the night. Did you read the whole thing? Of course. Does it, how did you feel having read the whole thing? I believe uh, it is um, the amount – you know what really struck me about it, which really kind of made me rethink everything, was the length of it. How much there was in it. How much information was we'll – you know, they could have just said, I know a lot about it and uh, given me, like they said, broad strokes. But they did not want to give broad strokes. They want to give 
um, holy detailed painfully detailed information. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, they cut off his head. They put him on a spike. This is a game changer for me because I believe that now there may be something more to the skull than initially I thought. So wait, if they put it on a spike, wouldn't there be a hole in it then? Well, we don't know because the bottom is um, the bottom is covered. And that's why. Rumor and legend placed the skull in various places through the years. There was a reporter was brought it was a report it was brought to Tibet at one point to be destroyed by monks, but they failed. But they they failed disastrously. Brought it to Pennsylvania. A shaman in India was turned to copper when he attempted to crush it. I heard a rumor once it was buried for twenty years in a field in England. I heard that George Washington had it in his possession. Doesn't he sound like he's a C student in an English language course? Like, <laughs> it sounds like a story. Of, well, you know, it sounds like a story of Bobo on a. Well, the Nazi Party was said to have it. There we go, bringing that boy into that's it. That's where. That's where I really. That's where my my ears perked up and my eyes got wider, and I was and a chill went down my spine. Did you shiver? Yeah, there's a lot of information here. The thing is, Wilhelm von Hogwitz was a real guy who killed an eight people. He left bloody kiss prints. His skull was considered a cursed item of great great. Great power. <laughs> I mean, this is this is That's a lot. A good part. It's a uh, lot of information. Holy shit! You, uh, you should post it. I'm good. Wait, wait. This is interesting. Now, did it mention anything about the five dollars? And first, they attempted to kill him by hunting him like an animal. This is back when he was alive. Scores of men died and were eaten before – so we ate people, but they changed tactics. It soon became apparent that if a person, usually a woman, had left a gift of, of, of some sort for Wilhelm – Wilhelm? Wilhelm. Wilhelm in the woods, he would spare their family members his wrath. Most of the time, a gift was enough to buy Wilhelm's favor and shift his murderous revenge to someone who refused to pay tribute. It went on for years this way. This tiny village forced to give gifts to this deformed murderer lived in the dark woods and could strike at any time. Wow. I, I replied to the email. What, did they get back to you? No reply. They're I asked them if they, were, if they were... <laughs> Would you say they're still typing? <laughs> I asked if, he, if this person would be interested in calling in. Or you know, if, if you know, I don't know where they, what part of the world they're in, but even possibly sitting in. Let me just read one more piece to you, Professor, before you pass judgment on this. Okay. <laughs> Towards the wrap up here, he's saying, "I say all this with a caveat." I mean, there's a lot of information, but the caveat that I have no way of knowing if that actually is uh, Wilhelm von Hogwitz skull. Um, uh. I've never heard of the metal face mask on it, and I'm not sure I've ever heard tell of any permanent decorations carved into the skull. It was my impression that any binding or expulsion symbols on it were done in dying blood. So there's even a fucking reason for this shit now. It was my impression. No, however, there are hundreds of years of history at play here, and literally anything could have been done to the skull as a pass from Onona. This is where it gets interesting for me. I find this a little gratifying. One thing that does intrigue, that does have me intrigued, is the old shopkeeper who died. How did he even know about Wilhelm at all? It's a very old local legend, one that isn't well known for various reasons. I can't imagine what benefit this man gained by using that specific slash obscure legend to display in his shop. I can't even figure out how he knew the story at all times unless maybe, he says, it actually is Wilhelm's skull and this man didn't truly understand what he had on his hands. If, the, if this is Wilhelm's skull, it seems unlikely we'll ever learn how it ended up in that shop. It might be helpful if Quinn went back and asked how long it... Wow. I mean, there's like five pages here, minimum. What is that? 
Uh, I'm going to go on. I am now ready to say it's real. Really? A full turnaround? A- 180. Because of an ad, because an informed ad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what better ant to uh, to take word on than informed wow. Um, Jesus Christ. It is kind of lumpy on one side and not the other. You see it, right? Oh, man. This motherfucker ate people, huh? I'm periscoping him right now. Oh, shit. (laughs) Um, All right. There he is. I'm going to take that and I'm going to revive. Do we still have the login for the old Tell Him Steve Dave uh, blog that hasn't been updated in five years? (laughs) Since since I wrote a fable. (laughs) Do you even still own the site? We do because I have it on my – on my uh, bookmarks, and every once in a while I'll go look at it. And I think it's uh, – hold on. Well, Somebody's saying the skull looks fake. Get the fuck out of Is here. Is it a com? It's telemsd. Telemsd.wordpress.com. I'll forward you an email, you. Forward me the email. I will put up in its entirety on the blog, and we'll let people – wow. I didn't want to – I didn't want to – I mean I got it a couple yeah. days ago, but I didn't want to spoil it for you. I wanted to tell you on air. Um, Get your phone away from that mic. Get him. Wow. All right. Will, what happened to, do you, say to you, Brian? Wilhelm. Wilhelm. In the seven days since you gave the skull five bucks, did anything happen? Did you any kind of revelation or is it just business as usual? Um, no. What I asked the skull for... Uh, worked out. Really? Yes. Within f- – today would be the seventh day, right? Didn't we record last Friday? Or Thursday, I thought. Or Thursday? No, no last Thursday was Thanksgiving, right? No, we yeah, right. recorded yeah, so last Friday. Friday. Oh, Friday. Seven days. Right. So by Thursday, it had rectified itself. And not only that, oh. but I've gotten a message from a girl, she remains nameless, who says that the skull has been sending her visions of she and I involved in animalistic passion. Really? Coitus? Very, yeah. Very quick <laughs> flashes, visions. Um, I knew it. I've been getting those visions too. Have you? <laughs> of you having sex with people. <laughs> yeah. we, we gotta destroy that skull. Wow. Really? Um, that throughout the day, yeah, she she gets a, a weird vibe, and then all of a sudden, no matter what she's doing, it's just a very quick. Like, and she welcomes these visions. She's happy flesh. with them, or is she or is she unhappy with the visions? Uh, we'll be attending her funeral next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. She didn't say if she was uh, happy or sad about it. She, it was more of like matter of fact. She's just a matter of fact, like, oh yeah, I've been having visions too. Of- <laughs> well, I mean, she wasn't like, oh, I'm so ecstatic. Like, since <laughs> since I can't be with you in real life, this is the next best thing. <laughs> and she also what, wasn't what like, I'm fashioning the, a noose. But what did you ask the skull though? Uh, I asked the school to help me with a, a certain um, issue with uh, transportation. I needed to get somewhere, and I wasn't sure how I was going to do it, and then it presented itself without any work on my part. I'm just trying so hard to believe this, but you're telling me, <laughs> you're telling me though, that you it asked the skull 
Yeah, is this how you ask the skull how to get somewhere? I'm going to start. a fucking map quest. Not like map quest. No, not to get somewhere. Or how to like, what, should I take a car? Should I take a plane? Should I take a train? I mean, no. how many forms of, of transportation nope. are there? No, he sounds negative again. No, but I want to. Like, I just came off, like, coming off that email, I'm like, yes, this could be real. And now you're just, <laughs> now you're giving me the most mundane question you because asked. Because I start, I asked starting out low, so like the bar was low. I, I figured uh, if that works, then I'll go higher and higher. And now I find out that this girl says that it's sending vibrations thousands of miles away in the in the middle of the day. Just all of a sudden, she'll get struck. It, it feels like a. Uh, like you know that that uh what, like before fly. lightning's about to strike oh, okay. tingles yeah she's like I think I've been dosed <laughs> <laughs> yeah like a little tingling and then all of a sudden boom a su- like a, a quick flash of, uh, of me bride. taking her like uh, like Dracula would take one of the brides <laughs> yeah I mean it's st- like, I, that's a nice analogy I like that all right all right I got your back but I still don't understand though. What was the what was it, like, how do, skull? How do I go to how do I get from point A to point B? <laughs> point A to point B was going to be a problem. Um, so you weren't asking for, for how to do it. You were just asking for a solution. To no, present right itself. for a solution to present itself, and the solution presented itself. All right. He found a set of car keys. <laughs> no, yeah, right. but if you asked asshole, it, <laughs> you're, you're, you're still fucking thin doing ice. it. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> You're on fucking Twitter talking about cheeseburgers. <laughs> um, so you're you're. Saying- I'm going to ask it for something bigger this week, yeah. and then next week I'll reveal what happened because this week is real big. Oh, okay. So yeah. oh, really? So you're, that, this is the reason why you were on <laughs> me. Fi- me finding a ride. <laughs> is nothing compared to what I got to ask him for now. Is this? Right. Is this? Is, would this be the reason why you weren't able to attend the um, the boys' night out last night? Yes. We had a boys' night out, Q. Wow. Big Bry fucking I, I had to bow. You know why. I know why. It's it, pretty bad. It's bit, Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's yeah. pretty bad. And if it has to be big and bad for you to miss boys' night out, man. Right. I would never miss often. a night out with you on Sunday and get him. Well, Sunday didn't go. Oh, he, he didn't even go? No. So who went? Just you and get him? Mike. Ming. Ming. Oh, it was rocking, bro. Mike was there? Yeah. I didn't. Uh. I fell asleep. <laughs> Did you see me fall asleep? Was that before or after all that change fell out of your pockets? <laughs> Wait, was it in the restaurant when you were eating pizza with him or <laughs> during the movie when the lights were down? <laughs> it was while I was driving there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, and another thing about. Uh, Another thing about Green Acres that you're going to want to remember is, uh, you know, the, the person that played the mailman in the second season, uh, you know, it was a one-off, sure, but... Just aim for a tree. <laughs> no, no. I wish I'd I I I given the Kissing Devil's Skull five bucks to handle my transportation. Uh, so what happened? So what's the question? What's the problem that you're going to present to the skull tonight? I can't say ahead of time. I'll tell you next week. Oh, so you can't even tell us why you missed the boys' night out? No. You I'll, told me. You told me I'll tell you tomorrow on the show. You said. Yeah, I was going to, but I think since since I didn't tell anyone prior the last time and it worked out, I'm going to give them it's the five. Then, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with what worked. Okay. And then I'll that. tell you next week if it didn't work and I fucking smashed oh. the skull. <laughs> yeah, don't say that shit, dude. We just no, I'm just getting around. Talking about it. Dude, there are girls fucking like getting 
zapped between their legs with electric bolts <laughs> thanks yeah, to this skull. Right. Think of me. On top of him. He's a deformed <laughs> Prussian cannibal murderer. Right. And you're messing with him? Yeah, no, I would have messed with him. Is that what is that what did you even ask that? Did like was there a kind of like and also can you make this girl have visions of me? <laughs> no, no, this came ravaging her. Plums in yeah. That like, was just an added gift from the skull. Yeah, I'm like, can you make girls dream about me raping them? Is there any chance of that? <laughs> make it so they like it? Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they like, you know, you, you know, like the whole rape fantasy thing. It's not like, I mean, I don't want to get put in jail or anything. Skull, what you got to understand is like, <laughs> look, you're old. You are, you're, there's a whole PC climate going on right now. Yeah. In uh, Prussia, you can get away with that, Skull. Yeah. Oh, I, wish I, was, I wish I was born when you were around Skull. Uh, <laughs> if I was like the Prussian devil, kissing devil's like cousin, uh, how sweet it would I'd be. be. Wingman, Brian so. Von Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I mean, the, the climate, you don't even want to hear about it, Skull. <laughs> so you can say... Without a doubt, you're you are pleased with the results over the course of the past seven days. Yes. Can we? Well, ask, the, yes, the results with what I asked. Can we ask him if he had any negative any negative effects from dissing the skull over the course of the yeah, last seven of days? Uh, not. I mean, I think the only real negative thing is I thought my gout was starting to flare back up, but it went right back away. So nothing so far. All right. Is the cyst gone? What about ex- – No, the cyst is still there. So, I mean – so how can you say things are still great? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's the like status it's quo. I'm, I'm still disfigured. <laughs> Do you remember what you asked the skull to help with last week? Uh, yes. And did that change? Uh, n- no, not really. I don't think. All right. What, can you I, reveal tonight? So, since Brian kind of revealed, can you give us any kind of vague, like just as vague? Well, as the Brian problem was? with this is his life is so bad. Like, what could the skull do to him at this point? Yeah, the skull like it worse. <laughs> it's like, Oils would be an improvement. Uh, all right. Would you be able to tell us what you were what you were asking for? I, I was, did it clear up or did it not clear up? Uh, <laughs> I, I was looking for the the same clarity that it bestowed upon Q, and it didn't do it. It it, it did not. It didn't happen. It did huh? not do, do it. Do you want to try again without making fun of it, giving it to five, and see what happens? Uh, well, I mean, you had to have you had to have a better week than Brian. You got to go out on the boys' night out. I did go out on the boys' night out. <laughs> I got my double cheeseburger. Uh, they let me return some batteries that I installed That's in my right. truck. He went and brought right. batteries, and he returned the batteries and got right. a full refund for them. Yeah. What? Flip. Because it didn't That's work. That's pretty big. I'll no, they worked. They worked. It was I needed an alternator. You got that sixty-three cents back. That's good. Two hundred sixty-seven dollars. Um, what what is? It was the car batteries, two hundred sixty seven dollars. Okay. He returned dead batteries for br- you know for brand new ones. Right, that's pretty good. Wait, you tricked them? No, you- no, 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 no. They were they were installed, but they're not allowed to give you a refund if it, they've been installed. But the guy just looked at him, lifted up the caps, and said, "Yeah, just give him the money." Are you sure it wasn't? He just looked at you and said, "Just give him the money." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do you think, you? Look, man, I'm telling you, it's been working for me so far. I, I do think I'm going to take you up on your idea of housing it in the stash. Oh, uh, really? St- yeah, because two oh, of the cats. I'll, I'll make a spot for it right there. Yeah. Can I be in charge of giving it whiskey? <laughs> no, I, I put the salt around it. Here's the thing: two of the cats are fine, but the youngest cat is fucking is freaked out by it. She okay. she, she won't go near it. She she hissed I at would, it. I like I said, I will treat it with the same okay. level of. Care and respect that you have because that email, yeah. like I said, is uh, that makes me think that there could be something more to it. Okay. And and if Brian's willing to go, a man of reason, 
is willing to say he, he's a little worried too, then uh, right. who am I to poo-poo it? All right. I will say this. Uh, somebody did what I asked them not to do and mailed in $5 <laughs> to give to the skull. Yeah, Guys, I, saw that. Uh, I feel very uncomfortable taking Ant's monies to give to the skull. Um, so, so, you you so, may feel that way, but now, since I am now um, going to be housing the skull, right? I'm a little loose and loose with the uh, rules about sending money in. <laughs> you're, the, you're the kissing skull comptroller. <laughs> if, uh, if you have to, you I know, don't I'm know. not going to say no. But but I'm not saying I, I don't think it's a good idea either. But if they come in, you know, don't you have a responsibility though to now put the? I'm I mean, going to do it. This is what they wanted. We'll put it in. We'll put it in the glass case. Right. We'll put the five dollars underneath it, and that's where the five dollars will stay. Okay. And uh, we'll hear back from now, them. Now, what will be the rules regarding okay. what they want to ask it? Like, do we, we destroy it? After, we don't know the rules. Do we destroy it after so many days? Or the money? No. The, what the request <laughs> they send in? Oh, I don't know, dude. What was the request on the paper there? I don't want to say. Okay. I don't want to say. I, I don't know if that's a, an appropriate okay. thing. So, uh, so I'm going to give it to the skull. Uh, there we go. And then I don't know what to do with it now, though. We'll put it in a case. Yeah. All right. With, we'll with, with the case it. with the five bucks next okay. time. Yeah. And with, right. the, with the Illuminati letters. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen some tweets about the uh, mystery box thing. Uh, yeah, I saw that, too. And that's that That just shows you the how small a, a human brain is. They truly believe that, like... They truly can't see past the forest through the trees and be like, of course there are these these uh, websites that do stuff like that. They're put in place to make you think that this shit's not real. Okay. They're not thinking laterally yeah. is the problem. Seems to be happen a lot to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like decoys out there. Yeah. I mean it's like obviously um, – the other one didn't come from that place. Maybe the one from the one the um, the Western Union one, the one mm-hmm. trading. But yeah. the one for with the one with the Dakota message that did not come from. Oh no, not that one. That yeah, one it was the, definitely um, did not come from. It a, was the doctor a letter and, box. and the other lady. Uh, well, Frank, before we move on, what is your educated opinion on this? Having heard all the stories, that legend, which I, we, we sort of glossed over because it's so fucking long. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm telling you, looking at the skull and and hearing the. The stuff that's coming true, I I, I kind of believe it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. If I had five bucks, I'd probably give it to it. Did you have to dissect uh, animals to get any of your degrees? No. No? Yeah. No. I don't but know. he did anyway. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> 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 not in school. <laughs> He's like, do Home prostitutes count as animals? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So starting uh, starting next week, I'll bring it back next week. I want to do one one thing, and I got the base at home. Uh, this will be on display here at the stand. Oh, you're not leaving it tonight? I, I, I do want to take it home and clean it up just a little okay. bit. It's got some stuff on it, and I don't want to leave it here. What the fuck? What the fuck is up with this guy? This is why you're on the He gets show. one double cheeseburger, and he fucking yeah. he thinks he you, owns the world. You I, See, I, I would think that even if you don't believe in this thing, get him, which I understand, you would appreciate it for, for a fucking almost like a flea market oddity. Like, But you, you totally like being an asshole about it. That was it. his high school nickname. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I, all I want to do is clean it up a little bit for display, and oh, you're laughing. No, I'm just saying. I've always learned that you know cleaning up something's never good for it. 
It's kind of <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know what they well, you know what get them. They say that on uh, on Pawn Stars or Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, the patina, like the patina, oh, yeah. it'd be good if the the patina was still on it. They I saw one. They that. had this. Patina? They had this beautiful. Uh, it was like an armoire, and the wife was like, "Oh, I'm so." Right. I thought it was ugly, so I cleaned it. And the lady was like, "Well, left unclean was worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Since you restored it, yeah, I don't 50, care 000. about the money though. I just want to make sure that it's. But happy. you don't know what you don't know what modern cleaning chemicals can do to. Something right. that possibly old. Right. Okay. I'll think about it. All right. Let's 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 move on. I'll post I'll post that thing that that person sent on on the the thing and on the blog. The blog, which if we I got to find the login information. But all right, uh, Professor Five, are you afraid that um, this could this this appearance your appearances on Tom Steve David could come back to haunt you? Because the littlest thing sometimes could. Uh, Come back to bite an educator. <laughs> no, I, I've said it from the very beginning. I've always been very honored to be able to be a part of this and very proud. And I have pictures. Um, <laughs> you would gladly lose I, your job over this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was supposed to work today and I drove down here. <laughs> nice. Reason for taking off. Yeah. Podcast. No, I didn't, yeah. I didn't even tell anybody. I just left. <laughs> and what about you, Mrs. Five? Uh, could you lose your, your position for uh, associating with – Necromancers such as BQ <laughs> and the Kissing Skull? No, I don't think so. No? You're no, all right? I think I'm good. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, before before we get into anything else, I keep hearing shit about fucking sponsors. So let's do let's do something real fast. <laughs> oh, all right? an ad real quick? Yeah, we'll do an ad. Let me, let me see what we got here before we get into uh, this other thing. Tipsy Elves. <laughs> T- oh, wait. We did Tipsy Elves. No, right? I don't think we ever done Tipsy Elves. Oh, uh-huh. man. I got a bunch of Tipsy Elf stuff. Did you? You'll be seeing it on stage at the Impractical Jokers Christmas time shows. Really? Yeah, they sent some fun stuff, man. Hmm. Tipsy elves, Walt. Everyone needs an ugly Christmas sweater this time of year. Now, if you want bragging rights for the most talked about sweater at your Christmas parties, listen up. So, can I assume that Christmas time is the same as Thanksgiving with all these family <laughs> gatherings? <laughs> and uh, you have to, you know. You got to wear a sweater, probably. So, so you may want to shop at Tipsy Elves there, uh, Professor Five, <laughs> and get an. Uh, it could be uglier than anyone else's sweater, and and wouldn't that be something to uh, be proud of about <laughs> and, and boast? Uh, there's all new 2016 sweaters you won't find anywhere else. Hundreds of Christmas sweater designs, nothing like you've ever seen before. They're not for the faint of heart, whatever that means. Uh, they're all about fun. Blah blah blah. blah, 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 blah. Adult onesies they have for men, interactive sweaters, beer pong, cornhole. Hey, Mike and Ming, there you go. (laughs) And Christmas suits. (laughs) I don't know what cornhole means. Is that uh, the game where you throw the uh, beanbags? Oh, okay. All right. It's a fun game. All right. So Mike and Ming, take your beanbags and go play some cornhole. (laughs) For women. (laughs) (laughs) Holiday leggings, sweater dresses, and pajamas. Like a good sweater dress. Yeah. Um, And we have a a Tipsy Elves model. Because I I, I didn't want a sweater, so I gave gave my sweater to uh, Jordan Monsanto Muse. Ah. Right? So uh, as soon as she gets her sweater, she's going to be modeling it for us. Nice. Did Muse know? Does he approve this? Fuck Muse. What's he going to do? We will crush him under the weight of the fucking tell him Steve Dave hammer. <laughs> Little asshole. Try to take our model away. <laughs> well, fucking take your kid away too, Muse. Just keep your mouth shut. 
sticker in a sweater. He's angry. <laughs> <laughs> Muse doesn't know. She used to be a model, though. Jordan. I can believe. Oh, I can, I can believe totally that. believe it. She's yeah. beautiful. So she's gonna she's gonna know what to do. She's gonna know all the poses. All right, now you get twenty percent off tipsyelves.com on anything you order on the site. So go get the ugly Christmas sweater uh, so you can wear it to the party and you're going to be a big hit and everyone will define you by your sweater and, <laughs> you know, you can start a whole new life with this personality you've developed wearing a fucking sweater. Uh, enter the code TESD at checkout to get your 20% site-wide discount. That's tipsyelves.com and our code TESD. All right, Walt. Well, Ready. All right. Oh, you fucking, yeah, so. you said when you were ready, man. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Um, so um, I got an email. Like, I keep getting emails, but this was a good one email, though, uh, from a listener who, remember I said This isn't me, like you're stupid or get ready to get, get, get them. <laughs> this one was actually a suggestion that I'm going to um, take. He um, suggested a new name for the game, that, uh, this new game we're going to play. Remember it was called Impressing the Prof? Right. You thought long and hard about that one. I'm surprised to see you give it up so readily. <laughs> but this one is – but he said that he suggested the name Professor Impressor. Professor Impressor. Right there. That's a catchy name, Q, for television, right? <laughs> Professor Impressor. <laughs> Professor Impressor. I like it because you've created basically like an alternate reality, an alternate history game show. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And that uh, to me Simi that – should love it. So here's the here's the um, just in a nutshell the uh, premise of the game. Contestants try to impress a panel of three real professors for tonight's um, example game for a simi. This is just that we only have one professor. Since we've only found one professor in six years. <laughs> <laughs> With their hypotheses regarding twisted timeline scenarios, but while they're giving. Their presentations, a visual distraction is going on beside them while they deliver their thesis to the professors. So for an example, like um, – now we don't want, we're not going to have a, a visual distraction here tonight. But if you could – but if maybe if Frank Five can think – we could come up with a visual distraction that would be going on. Maybe he has to, he has to at least try to pretend that he's seeing it. Like for me, I thought with this is kind of combination of Jeopardy. And um, like jackass or something. So like, I thought we could have, like for the for the sizzle, if we do a for like a presentation for Simi, like a a seventy five to eighty year old woman dressed as a sexy cowgirl who sword swallows various phallic deli meats during the contestant's presentation. Something that the professor and you as the presenter have to see while you're trying to deliver your thesis right, to the professor. Okay. So you're always like this weird, I mean, like a freaky visual distractions going on, right? To get people to watch. I'm with you halfway. I'll tell you why. I think it should be to throw off the presenter, but the the professor doesn't. He want to be paying attention the whole time, as opposed to (laughs) no. That's the thing. To looking at some old hag deep throating kielbasa. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's just an example. Like we'll need new. We'll we'll need new freak diversions. Or distractions. So it's not that every time. (laughs) People would grow tired of that. (laughs) But no, that's the thing, though. That's where you as a presenter have to be so captivating with your presentation that you neutralize the cowgirl, the geriatric cowgirl. Right. (laughs) All right. 
All That's right. going to take a, a strong level of uh, charisma and captivation. And <laughs> I mean, how, wh- how would you would you institute this in your class? Do you think this idea? I'm always crediting <laughs> Tim Steve Dave, of course. First, so. but, but also, cute. I also think this is strong. I'm sorry, but no, yeah. you can answer that. But why I also think this is a strong premise for a game show is because I was talking to Frank. Giving an oral presentation like this is in the top three things that most people fear. Right. Over the over, I mean, all over the world, this is one of the things that people fear. This is this is something that everybody could be like, oh, I couldn't do that. And now throw in all this stuff too, though. The kibasa. Make it even harder. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I couldn't do it before. What are the other two? Things that people fear. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, that's that's up open for you know. That's all. You know, but subjective, no. but Culture. universal though. It well, how the fuck do you know it's number three then? If you don't know what number one and two. No, are. it's always one of the top three things though. The, okay. the, the other two things seem to like vary. probably like flying, flip flop. This would be public speaking. Yeah. Okay. Now, but like when you give oral, one, yeah. death is up there. I think death is up there too. Being afraid Fear of dying. Of dying? Yeah. I'll look at it. Oh my god, I look forward to it. <laughs> um, let me look up top three things or top ten things people are afraid of. I'll look it up while we're talking. All right, so get them. Yes, sir. You've been chosen to go first. Now, now, Frank, you want to give uh, the listeners what you'll be looking for tonight? Sure, I brought. Don't you think that you've edu- you've gone through the uh, uh, the steps of of getting all these degrees that you should be addressed as uh, profess professor or professor five, not just casually frank by some <laughs> some person who couldn't even finish a one credit class. He had mono. <laughs> no, come on. I had a right. medical problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to shame you. <laughs> kissing disease. The Persian yeah. kissing devil. You know if, <laughs> if Walt was gonna get sick, Maybe it was either gonna be from in. like some weird food or from making out. Like yeah. it's gonna be one of the two Fuck things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but while he's looking up, what are you going to okay. be looking for tonight in terms of grading? So I actually have a, uh, a scoring rubric that we use in the college classroom. It will cover about six different things that I'll be looking for. Uh, presence, uh, language skills, organization, mastery of the subject, visual aids, if anyone has them, and the overall impression of the uh, presentation. And within each category, there's subcategories as far as uh, body language, eye contact. I thought eye contact was weird, especially in this day and age. That seems too hostile to Lee. Like, look at me when you get the <laughs> you're presentation. Like, you're like mad dogging them and shit. <laughs> that seems like to like the college kids. That's being that's crossing the line where you're like where you're you're like you must look at me in the eyes when you give this presentation. That's weird. Right. You don't do that, do you? Yeah, I I, I yeah. tell them that they should be well because the people that are going to be coming to me are eventually going to go on into education as well, and it's important that they make that connection with their students. And I got I, a hard time doing it. Well, is it yeah. is it like constant eye contact? Or? No, it's not like okay. freakishly staring at them. Yeah. It's you know, it's just <laughs> glancing like a, a normal. That's been my problem for years. <laughs> <laughs> That's from a bush. Yeah. <laughs> Young blinky guy in the camera. Getting his eyes poked out by holly leaves. And, <laughs> and you have a numerical uh, number there that yep. you'll be awarding for each of these categories? Yeah, it goes from zero to five for each of the categories. And as the people are presenting, I will start uh, tallying off or circling what number I believe uh, they have earned. In Q, so far, mm. what do you think? 
television potential? Or? Yeah, I think on television, it's, it, this part would have to be simplified. I'm looking at uh, one, two, three, four, five, six possible scoring things with underneath them oh, yeah, minimum definitely. of four each. Yeah, but yeah, I, I like. It. I think just an overall score would be given by each yeah. by each judge, yeah. like like Olympic style. One, yep. two, right, right, right. Yeah, but this is good. This is a good start. And and as always, Q, I didn't. I don't know. If, um, the like I said, this is for smart people, and but also we have that we have that freaky thing on the side to make it for people who just want to turn in, <laughs> right? Just to be like, uh, like, what are they going to do this week for the stupids? Yeah, right, right, right. Um, Can't sorry. wait to see what's next. That's why we have Sal. <laughs> uh, so Q, I mean, so get him. You've been chosen to go dummies. first. People okay. of the dummies. <laughs> let me get let me, for those who weren't here last week. Uh, your twisted. Wow, time. he's got it all printed out and everything. Oh. Well, this isn't for me. Um, but his, but Giddam's twisted timeline was: yeah. what, if, what if the cotton gin was introduced into the Renaissance era? Right. What would we? What would the world look like then? And what will we look look like now? Easily, I thought the hardest. Definitely the driest. The yes. yes. Oh, really? I, I, I was like, this is going to be a roller coaster, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see where Giddem brings it. I intentionally put him because because of all the hate he's been getting. I wanted to put him in a. I wanted to put him in a position to fucking blow. To really hurt it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted him to blow some socks off some assholes who've been emailing me. Right. On a consistent basis. This is where I put you in this to just shut their fucking mouths once and for all because they say you're a know it all. They say that you that you're a know it all who knows shit. Yeah, I've seen that. You brag about your IQ and that they can't stand you. Well, there's a chance right now. <laughs> and that's just me and Quinn. <laughs> to step up to home plate. Okay. And fucking knock one out of the ballpark right now. Okay. All right. Yep. Um, I've only had a week to talk about something that, you know. Like, what if this happened? <laughs> and now, and also, now since we don't have the visual distraction, we're going to go with oral distraction. Okay. All right. Mockery? So who, ha- who has to blow him? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Professor Five watches. <laughs> That's a short straw. I don't know who loses on that one. <laughs> No. Oh, I can tell you who yeah. <laughs> So make sure that when you are not just reading through your thing so fast, give us some pauses so that the, the peanut gallery is able to uh, to throw some uh, some distractions your way. Okay. To take some pot shots, if you will. Okay. At your presentation. Okay. So are, are you, you sure ready? you don't want to give the skull anything before you start this? No. All right. You ready to begin? Yep. I mean, I'm just going to. Step over here for a second. Well, you gotta be on mic, though. Where's he going? <laughs> Give well, him just, a nice uh, <laughs> Come on, asshole. This is why nobody likes you. <laughs> this is really why? Yeah. Because <laughs> it it's always interference with the show. It's interject- oh, okay. Oh. oh, he has visual presentations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got the cotton gin effect. The cotton gin effect. It's a picture of... Well, it looks like Mount Everest. Sewing machine. With uh, the cotton gin imposed with a a Ghostbuster no symbol through the United States of America, Babe Ruth, and Adolf Hitler. Wow. So here's some uh, handouts. Oh, here he is, a syllabus. (laughs) Here's some reference material as to what I'll be talking about tonight, which includes the Renaissance and what the cotton gin is. 
So, begin. Okay. The cotton gin effect basically states that if the con- the con- mechanical cotton gin invented by James uh, Eli Whitney was introduced <laughs> was introduced in the Renaissance, we would not have Hitler, and also America would not be as we know it today. We would not have baseball. We would not have America. I mean, I think I'm going to have to say a little bit more than that. Well, oh, he's waiting for you to, to throw some oral barbs uh, at him. I, I know, but I mean, he said we wouldn't have America. I mean, I'm, I, so, so what am I going to say? Like, explain. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever well, the opposite. We would not have Babe Ruth because our national pastime would not be baseball. It would either be cricket or perhaps football, but not the one you're thinking of, the one that's spelled the wrong way. So, so why? Because. Well, okay. he's, like, I, he's doing exactly what I told him. Right. He has to give us something to fucking work with, not like, uh, not like we wouldn't have baseball. And I'm supposed to fucking zing him after that. Well, can, like, we, well, can we work on his can we work on his fucking presentation? Which is, it's four by five feet. It's a basically he's got a fucking piece of plywood up there, and and with two, two lightning bolts, he's taped a fucking regular piece of paper to it. Why couldn't you just tape the paper to the wall over there? Like, why do you have? Or just show it to us. That was the only thing we had downstairs in the basement. But like, right there is the wall. Right, be- you propped it against the wall. Well, what's something hard for you? Because it's a soft piece of paper. He wanted something to impress the boss. Not hard, <laughs> but it's big. You wanted me to do this. You wanted me to run the board. Now you're arguing with me. Quick talk. But, but, he, I, but I intentionally told him to give you guys pauses so you could get in. Well, all right, here okay. I am. All right. But Debray was getting mad though. Not, I'm not really going after you. I'm not getting mad. I'm just waiting for him to say something interesting so I could fucking go after it. Oh, you no. know what this thing is? It's it's one of the poster sell things. Sell posters when you like go. Yeah, it's yeah. A poster rack. Will you be selling them? <laughs> the cotton gin effect poster. will be selling his his presentate copies yeah. of his presentation papers. Yeah, signed by Gidham. <laughs> okay, so you're saying basically if the cotton so gin was the mechanical a- cotton gin as invented by Eli, invented and patented by Eli Whitney in 1793. Mm-hmm. I don't understand though. I don't understand. He throws out something so fucking bombastic as no Hitler, no America, no Babe Ruth, and you guys are like. Give me more. Because How the fuck do you need more? No. He just threw something out there. That's because fucking he might be right. I don't know what his. No, I, I'm waiting for him to explain why, so then we can go after the why. Of course, he made a fucking idiotic statement. But, <laughs> it's not idiotic. But it has to be followed up with like, okay, now here is why I think there would be no Hitler baseball or Babe or uh, what going, else? Sewing machines. Well, I mean, know. It's redundant anyway, because if you have no United States, then obviously you don't have Babe Ruth. Why not? So you've Why? wasted everybody's fucking would, time. Babe Ruth would still be around, just like Hitler would still be around. But while Babe Ruth would not be a famous baseball player, uh, Hitler himself would probably just be a house painter still. Right. Well, Babe Ruth according be- to this fucking thing, there is no United States. There's no United States with our American flag. And they were correct. The United what? States would not look like that. What? Yeah, he, he, The United right. States would not look he's like right. that. He's right. What are you talking about? <laughs> it would not look like what? I know it would not he's look right. like the United States him. that we're familiar with now. All right. Well, what's the deal with the mountain in the back? <laughs> it's because it's on the mountaintop. It, it's it's, it's it, so high. The, the, His explanation is what I can fucking see. <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is that it's like introducing the, the cotton the gin way, way earlier than what? it would be. Right. 
would be would change the world as we know it so much. You guys thought this was the craziest concept, but it actually would be the con- it'd be the one that changed the world the most. Okay, we're still waiting to fucking find out why though. <laughs> Go ahead, tell so, what Babe Ruth. But your guys what? would say Babe Ruth would still be around. But what would he be famous in? Did you would be the best one? But not baseball. Fucking cricket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cricket. I told you I'm- that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You don't know. Now I know why Walt's upset. Walt's presentation. You got to find a better puppet, bro. You can't have this guy fucking mush mouthing his way through your words. Why? What is a mountain? You still don't know what a mountain. A mountain has nothing to do with cotton. It's you can't a- grow cotton on it. You can't fucking actually. Use- cotton, cotton is ve- cotton is very uh, permissive in what it can grow in. Unlike tobacco, which has to be rotated every seven Permissive? years. Uh, forgiving, if, I, if you will. Sorry. Let, let's, let's let the professor okay. mark him off for a second. <laughs> Do you have a red pen? <laughs> it's all out of ink. I need more ink. Right. Go ahead. Let him speak. So while tobacco needs to be uh, given – the fields need to be giving a rest every seven years, cotton can still be continued to grow even if there's barely any nutrients in the soil. But not at the fucking top of Mount Kilimanjaro. There's no it's soil there. It's symbolic. Yes. It's a gin. It, it's not a cotton plant. It's the gin. But, but it's so somebody's gin. hauling the gin up to the top of the mountain to fucking separate and, the seeds and what is and that? Shit? The biggest fucking cotton gin in the world? It's the size of the mountain? <laughs> it's symbolic. All right. got to have ignored him now. Okay. <laughs> so while handheld gins have been around since 500 AD, which is well before the Renaissance, as you can tell by your pamphlets, which was started, which is between the 14th and 17th century, um, what Eli Whitney did was he had, mechanic, he had mechanicized it. Or mechanized it. <laughs> You know, either, either <laughs> oh, that's going to cost you. That's going to cost you. Get him. <laughs> wow. You know. He wasn't the first, though. Indian- he's not from America anymore, so he's using some sort of fucking Eastern European accent, Indian cotton gins had used a worm gear since uh, about 1621. But what Eli Whitney did was, again, he mecha- mechanized it. Stop throwing dates out. I told you that's boring. Throw out the good stuff. <laughs> so if the cotton gin had been introduced earlier... In the Renaissance period, uh, b- before he had been in some, let's say like 200 years, it would probably actually prevent, not actually prevent the War of Independence, it would have pushed it earlier, or trying to get independent from uh, Britain. And Wait, how? Because. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Since you, Britain, he has an answer for that. Britain would be treating us like a, just a source of income. And the, the atrocities, not the atrocities, but the, with the injustices that they were doing to the, uh, the United States during, while we were part of the British uh, Empire would have been elevated even further because only the people making money would be the rich landowners who are pumping out the cotton. And we would still be getting taxed without representation. But isn't that what happened? I, I don't know whether you're describing what did happen or what wouldn't happen because they both sound like the same thing. Again, it would happen, but it would happen hundreds of years earlier, up to 100 years earlier, let's say. So we wouldn't have fought the Revolutionary War. <laughs> In 1776. Wait, but, okay, why? Because we would have been fed up with uh, England um, you know, pushing their laws on us, taxing us without any representation from us in their parliament. Why 100 years earlier, though? Because we're introducing the cotton gin earlier. Okay, but I don't, still don't understand why that – I'm not trying to make fun of you. I'm asking legitimately why Why is the cotton Why does the Revolutionary War start 100 years you know, before it did in, our, in the because, real time? Because we get fed up with being treated as just a cash cow for England. Again, Who is taxed- we? Aren't you – an English, because you said there's no America. So the United States. Well, we're not. But the then United you States would be talking about a, I mean, 1693. 
or right. earlier. So who the fuck was here then? Well, I'm not talking about a hundred. No, I'm talking about the Revolutionary War happens a hundred years earlier. We're talking about putting the cotton gin in in the middle. Of, let's say the middle of the Renaissance, which is between the 14th and. Uh, but I just don't understand why on earth. Why on earth does that spark the world? What change? What is the change that makes us revolt? We lose. We lose the Revolutionary War. But, but, why? <laughs> because Britain is because Britain is is why did they lose the revolutionary war in the first place? There's many reasons that Britain lost they the were fighting war. multiple wars at the time. It's fucking 3000 miles away from their homeland and they got to get supplies and troops over. But they're here. also Constantly. fighting multiple wars at that point. They're fighting the Franco-Prussian War, the Franco uh, Prussian Prussian War. war. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> The king and, finds out that the only cotton gin was taken to America. He's but pissed off. Also, part of the reason, part of the reason, part of the reason America won the Civil War was because of the support of the French. Right. France has a has a huge uh, cotton industry at this point in time because England did not. England was trying to protect its wool industry, so it was banning the imports of cotton. So France was more interested in cotton. So with the with dropping the cotton gin in the middle of the um, the Renaissance means that France would not be involved in wouldn't care about the colonies anymore. They would be more concerned with their own cotton production going uh, going to other places. So France, oh, have you heard about this cotton gin? <laughs> <laughs> so France's only interest in the United States was cotton. No, there, there were there were other influences, but they would be less interested in helping us. During the Revolutionary War, and that was one again one of the. One and of the if we main fight factors. the war against Britain a hundred years <laughs> you're earlier, so yeah, you're not impressing <laughs> the professor. <laughs> but if we do, though, they're much stronger at that point. We get squashed a lot easier. But it, but how? Because they're not fighting multiple wars on, yeah. on on you know they're not Britain is not fighting multiple wars at that point. Dude, every war at that time was over different textiles. You gotta understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so move on. We we so America. <laughs> we lose. So we lose. We're, we're a British colony. Why? Because the British army is stronger. Yeah, but why are we starting the war a hundred years earlier? Because the cotton gin was introduced a hundred. Yeah, but why, years, why, hundreds of years earlier. But how does that affect the war starting earlier? Because we become we become. We were disenfranchised by the parliament. But we – It just rushes things. I think it makes things but come to a head quicker. It speeds, it speeds Cotton. progression. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> rather, than America, rather than America exporting things like tobacco and sugar, we're now exporting cotton, which is, again, more readily grown. And it's it's not like tobacco, which takes every seven years. <laughs> I read that on a Snapple. You got it. Okay, You're, he's made his point. He doesn't believe that uh, we lose the revolution. I'm not even making a point. I'm asking questions. Can oh. you? Can you? Okay. It's just it's just it's a speeding up, and so everything gets sped up. But why? Yeah. That's it, it, that's what I'm asking. Why is it? Special? I told you the they co- fucking asked this. I told you they would. I told you. I said make sure you got this answer. And you said I got it. I got it. I'm trying to give the answer. He's just ignoring me. But why? But why? But why? I haven't given an answer. You moron. Why? I have. I said since the continent introduced, we're becoming a cash cow for Britain. And again, it's still. But we were already a we cash are, cow. Yeah, for we Britain. weren't as, but not as big as we are now with cotton because we have such large tracts of land in America. And such a 
it's it's open. It's undeveloped. You know, and again, the, the people in the South can go and plant cotton. And now with the cotton gin, what they're doing is introducing a cheaper form of cotton because the cotton gin was – the only revolution about it, not only was it mechanized, was that it had, it had produced a lower quality cotton <laughs> right. because it, it needed fewer people to work the actual look at, gin. Look at him. He's rattled. He's oh, rattled. He's on each belong on C-SPAN, bitch. Go. Keep going. It's not as interesting. <laughs> so they produce – <laughs> it produced a lower quality cotton, which became more affordable to the masses. Yeah. So the, the demand in Europe just right. skyrockets because instead of having one set of clothes that they maybe wash once every week, which it's while four sheets you wash once every year. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that kind of what happened anyway? What do you mean? What kind of what happened anyway? Isn't that kind of what happened anyway? We got pissed at. I don't understand. Yes, why we got pissed at we got pissed in England, which is why we had the revolution. Basically, get it happened the, earlier. It just sounds like he's arbitrarily saying it, it happens earlier. It basically, he's like everything happens ex- the same except a hundred years earlier. No, no, no. But wait, but it's not things insane, really then. changed okay. though. Tell okay. us why things really fucking go. Okay. It's, it's, again, it's not. This is where Babe Ruth comes in. <laughs> <laughs> As we know, England would not allow the colonies to be uh, to be uh, settled by dissidents. So we become more uh, nationalistic. You know, we we really hail the Queen. Now, when World War One comes around, which is when the Archduke of Ferdinand gets assassinated. Hold on, I, uh, just for clarification. So. We lost. We lost the war. You glossing yes. over it. We lost the revolution. Yeah, we're, we are we under British rule. So we're and, just we're Brits. We're yes. Brits. Got it. Yeah. We've been broken down, and we're just okay. You and know we skipped the Civil War. All hail the Queen. Civil well, we don't. We don't really have the Civil War because Civil War was all about slavery, and which uh, is not necessary with the cotton gin. No, slavery is necessary with the cotton gin, but Britain and other countries were more permissive of. Um, so there's slavery. still slavery. There's oh yes, definitely there's still okay. slavery. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> don't be silly. <laughs> just cotton gin or no? We don't have a democracy to challenge that. We we have a, a monocracy, a mono- right. but, monarchy. Well, I have a question about that because Britain also got rid of slavery. <laughs> huh? They were not. <laughs> <laughs> So why wouldn't we get rid of slavery no, too? They as were participating in slavery. They were shipping slaves in it. Yeah, but everything. they stopped. They don't do it today. Well, it's because they, because the country you know, we haven't got to then. today yet. Yeah. But we're still we're still trying to get yeah. to World War One. You won't right. let them. But the uh, cotton gin's still on its way over. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the cotton gin had been there. But you're saying that slavery would still be around. That I there would be so, no yes. civil war. He believes it to be. You you believe that had the cotton gin been invented 200 years earlier there would still be slaves today in America? Yes. Okay. But what I'm saying is that doesn't make sense. Now it's getting interesting. Why, why, do, well, why does that why? You know you think that? Cuz the British got rid of slavery as well, unrelated to us. What year? I don't know. This ain't my this ain't my gig. <laughs> I'll tell you about Elvis. I, I, but it doesn't matter when they got tell rid of it. Him, tell him about tell him the real fucking give him the knockout. Fucking pretty just knock the fucking mouthpiece out of your mouth. So Go. Archduke of Ferdinand is assassinated in nineteen fourteen. Okay. Start World War One, the war to end all wars. And now we are British. While this starts, we are not. That's right. So instead of waiting three to four years to engage the to engage to join the battle. We go right into it with what England. war are you talking about? World about? War One. World War One. Yeah. And how many years before we joined in? It took uh, three to four years. Three to four years before yes. we joined in World War One. Yes. All right. 
You're trying because to get him. You're, you're trying we to get just, him. No, we tried, to stay, we tried to stay neutral. We prevented uh, – we were, we were against uh, shipping arms over. Now, uh, that's when we had the Lusitania get uh, sunk uh, by German U-boats. All right, all right, all right. Okay? All right. So, just fact-checking. Just, just as a, uh, a, a side note, yeah. um, slavery in, in the UK ended in, – in Europe ended 30 years before it did in America. <laughs> 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 and since they're taking, making such money over here, so that I don't go back, okay, don't go so, back, forward. <laughs> so bam, war starts. Rather than it's, we put in, we put four point seven million boots on the ground uh, in World War One. Now instead of it happening three to four years, all later, bought at a discount from Walmart. <laughs> Now instead of instead of instead of it happening uh, four years later, we put the exact same amount of troops in that Russia did twelve million troops. So we have twenty four million troops going against Germany, who's only had. I just have a question. Twelve million. You said how long did it take for the United States to enter the war? About three years. All right, the war was only four years long. You said World War One or two? One. one. Okay. Okay. Well, us joining the war is what pretty much helped end it. I see. All right. You said States. four years before you change it. You change it. To- to three. Three, I'm just asking. Okay. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> this is the this don't like bury the fucking the haymaker. So <laughs> So we pretty much we pretty much spanked Germany. And we do, we spanked Germany. And that is what causes Adolf Hitler to Whoa. not be able to come into power. Also Italy and Japan entered the war. Oh, they did. As well at that that helped tip But the- but 4.7 million troops are going in right at the beginning. I see. They're right there they're they're at the head. They're pushing. They're the front. <laughs> Well, question about that. Just a question. Because we wouldn't have the same army and navy that we had if we were part of Britain. You're talking about a whole a, a, a entire country's resources joining the war as opposed to the resources that England already had. In adi- no, it's in addition yeah, to the, uh, the would, resources would, England already had. In England the- came in with 8 million. We came in with 4.7 million. Again, three years later. So now we're putting that four point seven million right at the front. Right at the front, which will probably end the war. Cut it right in half. So you think? And that, we have all. So we have, just hold on one second. Just a question. You think Britain, a small island? Uh, no, not that small. Our United States is part of Britain. That is Britain. Right. Let me. Let me. Let me say. You. You say that Britain at the the, the actual island over there has an army of four of how many people? Four point seven million. And then, how many did we send in? Uh, no, we we sent in four point seven million. They sent eight million in. Okay, so you think that? How are five million people getting over there? Incidentally, what ships? Ships? Yeah. Ships. That's what the Lusitania was. The Lusitania was a passenger ship that was sunk. Yeah, how many fucking waters. trips are they making with five million fucking people? The same. The same. Again, the same trips that they made three years later. They're making three <laughs> years earlier. You don't have to address their questions. But why? <laughs> what? <laughs> why did you tell me this twenty minutes ago? You don't ago? have to address it, though. But why would why would why would the country of of what, what country is England at this point in your in your world? <laughs> the UK, still yeah. England, United yes. Kingdom. Okay, which we're so part they of. would keep four million soldiers and a full army reg and a full army and navy here, as well as the eight million. You're saying they, they don't have in any of their in any. I'm, of their, I'm not saying anything. I'm asking a question. You're saying their, you're, we're a European territory. We are, we are a UK territory with their own fully formed army. With a part of the army of the UK, okay. we're just in a, we're just across the pond. Got you. If enforcing the enforcing the uh, boundaries of Got the UK you. on the Pacific side. Got you. So now they they're From covering 3, both. Miles away. Stop Got answering it. him. <laughs> Just to give, like You're I weakening said, your argument. Yeah, you've taken so long to get to the haymaker. Now nobody cares. Oh no, I care. 
So again, we're. Complete- I think you should have given that five bucks to the fucking skull of over the So again, we're a different country, and what are we called? Well, we'd still be part of the United Kingdom. Again, we wouldn't be America. We wouldn't have the same shape we do because we wouldn't have states like we do. Right. Because just like over in the UK, it's one United Kingdom. Okay, got it. What do you mean the country wouldn't be the same shape? Oh, I don't know because that was that country was made by treaties between the United States and the Mexican. No, you're saying it would be divided up differently. It would look. It would look. It could be have larger borders on the top and bottom. Actually, That's the whole in, larger part would be Canada because Canada was important. <laughs> it's not important. He can he can ask it, but you don't have to address it. You just okay. ignore it. <laughs> so because so we're just supposed to mock him. Now. Yeah. Okay. So, so because we uh, we. Because the United Kingdom decimated Germany in World War One, we don't have Adolf Hitler in the position of power that he got because he he became his rise to power was based on the fact the, that they lost World War One. That they lost World War One. So them they losing World they, War One again, they felt they lost it in a, in the wrong way. They conceded instead of just getting spanked like they should have done if we had put four million boots on the ground at the beginning of the war. So thus again, we would not have tie it up, tie it up, bow bow tie, bow tie. Because that was the haymaker. (laughs) No (laughs) Hitler, no Hitler, no Holocaust. Six million million Jews alive. At least six million Jews. The gypsies, the homosexuals, all not being mass executed. (laughs) We don't want to quote some house painters. This episode, (laughs) the gypsies, the homosexuals. Yeah, because Europeans were never known to be barbaric. I mean, and so the influences of the United I, Kingdom. I would think that Hitler would be fucking more likely. No, because, because they got spanked so right. thoroughly. And now they, they got lo- this they, They've country. lost the will. Instead of having three or four years of seething in this war that, they, that they're, they're kind of winning but they're kind of losing and then having to concede, that's what he came to power upon. Or maybe the war no. never would have started so then, anyway. Because the United Kingdom is influencing America. We're trying to we help him now. Baseball. He's not even paying attention. We don't have <laughs> baseball. We don't have football. We don't have anything that we know as our... Our, Our own core. We only have what is known as the English core. Why, why couldn't baseball start? Like, what's stopping? Could. Uh, well, why hasn't baseball caught on in England? Uh, I, mean, I mean, I can't. I don't have an answer for that. I mean, that. football isn't even caught in England. We got, we're just flying over there for some reason now. They don't even still don't even care about football. Yeah. They don't care about American sports. They got Odell right. Beckham Jr. So you're saying like, we have yeah, we have we want no to watch some guy kick a ball around and maybe score a goal in an hour. Even though we're we're a, a, an ocean away, we still have no um, national identity with our own our own customs, our own we games. Do, we do, but the monarchy keeps it uh, keeps it knocked down, just like in like Canada. Right. Yeah. So there's a ban on all baseballs and there's bats. Not a ban on baseball. <laughs> never come It's not to as popular. Be. Baseball is lacrosse. Is what lacrosse is today. Michael Jordan's going to grow up to be a cricket player. He's not going to blow up to be a basketball player. Oh, mm-hmm. no, he's not. Slavery's still in existence. Yeah. Well, he plays for free. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that it? You're done? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's done. You, look at that. Look at that one th- that one thing being introduced early. Look at all how world, the world changed. I still don't know what the mountain the has to do with anything. What does the mountain have to do with anything? Because the world as we know it has totally changed for the good. Or for the or for the worse. Well, That's if for slavery is still in existence, I'd say for the worse. Yeah, but the Holocaust didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, you can't well, break a few, uh, uh, make an omelet without breaking a few black eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, Jews are cool. Black, sorry, not not so great for wow. you. No Negro League. <laughs> wow. Hold on, I'll get out, Frank. Before I go to you, <laughs> Brian. Yeah. 
impressed or unimpressed? <laughs> See, that's what uh, I also like. I want to get like we'll do that too. With uh, we'll have celebrity judges, right? Along with the professors. Someone's like, yeah. So then I'll go to the celebrity before I before we hear from the real judges. I'll go. Right. Okay. Ryan Johnson from Comic Book Men. Impressed uh, I, or I, unimpressed? I was impressed with his passion and uh, steamrolling ahead despite uh, things that made no sense, uh, claims that were uh, baseless, <laughs> the pure speculation. Uh, I don't see but the it whole happening. Thing is speculation, though. Right. I don't see. The cotton gin is being that instrumental in world history <laughs> as to uh, completely change it. So where to this day, slaves are still like, well, this sucks. <laughs> but, you know, we're part of Europe. So what are you going to do? Get free health care. Right. Um, so factually. Impressed or unimpressed? Oh, it's one or the other? Yeah. Unimpressed. Brian Quinn of Impractical Jokers. Oof. Well. I'm certainly impressed that he considers himself a smart person. That's, that's pretty fucking crazy. I mean, harebrained doesn't even begin to fucking start this discussion. He, he fucking fa- even fake facts he messed up. What fake facts did he mess up? Any ability to fucking make up facts, he 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 screwed it up. How did he screw it up though? The whole what slavery thing? He, what? The fact that you really think America is just going to give up um, having the is this going to happen to the judges when you ask them? <laughs> yeah. as a celebrity guest? Can I expect? Yeah. To get but it's not America giving up; it's the UK giving up <clears throat> slavery. Why? When they're making money hand over fist over it? Because they did it already before we did. Thirty yeah. years in yeah. current history, yeah. and that was after the in Revolutionary War. In our in our timeline, yes, they do. But in Gidham's timeline that he's creating right. for the show, they don't. You have because, to respect right. his timeline. Because we get okay. blown so out in his timeline, the they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, maybe there's something to this slavery thing. It's been working out so far. We got this cotton thing now, which is going to really fucking increase production. But it's not us. That's, what's England. That's what the queen is saying. The king is saying. Mm-hmm. Queen and the king are like, let there be slaves. No, just business as usual. Okay, status quo. They've yeah. done it. They've done it. They did it for hundreds of years. What's a couple hundred more years? Uh, I mean, ask coming. the slaves. Well, no, I'm just saying, but you're like, you think the, you're so fucking ready to fucking kiss their ass because they did it a couple hundred years earlier than we did. 30, 30 years. 30 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, they were so progressive. Why are we in the dark ages? <laughs> I mean, it is a generation of people <laughs> not living in slavery. That's pretty impressive. Well, are you impressed or unimpressed? Unimpressed. 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, you know and I, I got to tell you, the the um, the, the visual, the I think uh, it hurt him. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a postage stamp in the middle of a billboard. He wanted to print it bigger, but we don't have enough ink. That's a pretty. <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that the lightning bolts go in the same direction is kind of like a weird design choice. Take a picture of that so we can post it. Oh, I'll put it on the blog. Uh, But you know what? Yeah. Get them. It doesn't matter what our celebrity judges think. That is true. (laughs) So why I bothered asking them, I don't know. (laughs) That's just to kill time. All that matters is what the prof thinks. All right, Professor. Professor Five. Now imagine that that, that Gidim is your star pupil, <laughs> and 
and uh, this is this is what he came up to present. For whatever reason, this is the topic you gave him. <laughs> what would have been more distracting? The, the, a senior the citizen in a cowgirl in a cowgirl outfit with the deli meat, or or those two? Uh, uh, probably the the deli meat would okay. have distracted me. All right. <laughs> thought, I thought they did a good job. I'll so not the cowgirl, that. just the deli meat. <laughs> <laughs> What, uh, so what are you really? What are you uh, thinking about? Do you, get him. Do you want me to to go through everything? What I what I think? Just give us some. Give us some. Did he get any fives? No. <laughs> he didn't get a five. No. What would you give him a five on? The fucking presentation. S- I mean, fucking the stammering, uh, the visual presentation. I, I will say this: I fucking turning red faced and I did give him a four. <laughs> I will say four? I gave him a four on presence because he looked at everyone, which was great. He interacted with everyone. He was very passionate, waving his fist. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know that. Yeah. Why did you notice that? Yeah, the what body. an orator. <laughs> <laughs> the body language. The 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 the. Poise, the contact with public, that was all great. Uh, language skills, little on the lower side. The the butchering of the uh, monarchy and uh, mechanize, right? <laughs> um, got hurt. Mechanicalize. On that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, organization. If you want to see what I put for organization, here's what I wrote on my notes. Huh? You still gave him a three, though. I know. Well, (laughs) mastery of subject. He was able to answer questions with your help, which is great. (laughs) So, um, visual aids. The only uh, the thing with the handout that I would ask if another student brought this is where you got the information. There's no work cited on this. So is this all yours, or did you copy it from? Or did you just make it up? Yeah. So that you know, but. And then I, I have the overall impression, but I did add all the numbers, and I'll we'll say uh, no, at the yeah, end. we're going to say the overall yes. score until uh, until everyone's gone. Yeah, you guys did a nice job, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a team effort. Q, I, I know you have a lot of st- a lot of people to buy stuff for, mm-hmm. so uh, certainly you're struggling to find the perfect gift for someone who has it all. Yeah, uh, I'll bet you they don't have steak though. I've actually gotten these steaks. Yeah, me too. I was supposed to get them. Oh, they never sent them to me. Really, really good. Did you get the meatballs? I don't eat meatballs. Oh, they were good. They were fucking good. Yeah. I don't like anything round. <laughs> the holidays are... <laughs> round gets you sick. <laughs> Pizza's round. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a fucking like... A, it's a square. It's a diamond. Or not a diamond. It's well, a, a slice is, but a, It's two dimensions. <laughs> The holidays are fast approaching. Order gifts for everyone on your list with a click of a mouse. Personal story and endorsement. Well, well since I, I never got story. them. Okay, Q, have, eating a steak doesn't make you feel like a man. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. It and does. I, I don't know why that does. But put it, it does. this way. I wish that I didn't eat meat because I love animals and I feel guilty every time. But it f- makes me feel so manly that I have to do it. I feel like like the spr- like you know, like, like using WD-40 as deodorant after yeah. I uh, eat Me- a steak. Remember I that steak. <laughs> for a time in my life I went vegetarian? My penis yeah. actually tucked back into my body, and I ate a steak and a common, shot that, out. Not a steak, an Omaha steak. <laughs> yeah, right. I ate an Omaha steak, and my penis shot out and two inches longer than when it went Larger in. Larger than it was yeah. before. Yeah, more engorged. <laughs> so that's what we're saying. That the, uh, we used a lot of great words like that we have not used ever on television, yeah. Dave. Nebulous. My confidence is high right now. I'm ready to use words. Just fine. <laughs> It's all those hormones they pump into it that uh, probably. <laughs> hey, hey, your, hey, um, hey! Don't that that wasn't an Omaha steak. I thought you ate because uh, Omaha steaks. They're uh, let's see, 
Great steak experiences at home, flavorful, uh, 500 gourmet gift ideas, one-of-a-kind flavor, highest quality cuts. No more uh, of those low-quality cuts. Uh, get them, you know? Wow. Top of the line. Uh, age for 21 days, blah, 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 blah. All right, they're steaks, all right? This is one of the few things that um, I can honestly say that I've, I've sampled that we are pushing, and I can say it's good, nice quality. Why do all? Why do a lot of steaks come from Omaha? It's great. That's just the land, man. Grass fed. Yeah, it's the. It's where they do that stuff. That's what they're known Midwest. for. Right? When you go to Omaha, they're proud of their steaks. Right, right. the steak capital of I the will world. I say this: a, a steak as a gift is such a good idea because it's uncommon and it's classy. Yeah, it's like, oh wow, this. That's how they're they're gonna eat it. They're like, oh, this is. You're gonna uh, love it. It's gonna be like, it, look, how many shitty gifts do you get? We're like, what am I gonna do with this? I wish this was a steak. You say we had that for Christmas dinner one night. Uh, Christmas dinner one year. Someone shipped uh, – they ordered some more Maha steaks and we had that. Yeah, we killed our family right, right? pet and ate it. <laughs> <laughs> we called him. His name was Omaha. <laughs> uh, Where do you got to go to get these steaks, Bri? Well, for forty nine ninety nine, you can get a family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter T-E-S-D in the search bar. 77% off. Seventy-seven wow. percent off. That's what it says here. Holy shit! That's a fucking pretty sweet deal. Well, as a boss, as someone in charge of people, how yeah. amazing would it be if one of your employees <laughs> sent you? You got home and there's an Omaha steak from Gidham. Thank you for a great year. Merry Christmas. He needs to get me a hell of a lot more right? than fucking Omaha steaks. Right. <laughs> He's gonna need I'm to get you some. A lot more than Omaha steaks. An actual cow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tied to my tied to my railing of my house. Then he calls me up and asks me to get rid of it. Get over here. I need you to butcher a cow. Uh, so yeah, that's Omaha Steaks. Uh, use T E S D, and uh, you guys say it's worth it. I wouldn't know. It they is, they haven't sent it to me yet. Hmm. Even you got them? I said we had them for Christmas dinner. <laughs> Holy shit, man! I'm really left out on he this. He got one. yours. You don't know that? Oh, you took mine. He's taking my underwear. He's taking my fucking steaks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, as long as we're doing, let's just get this fucking thing out of the way, so we don't have to talk about any more ads. Uh, Luke Crate. Uh, talk about the crate you received last month. What was in it? Did you share the items? Reactions? Doctor Strange stuff. It was awesome. Doctor Strange. Yeah, you're did right. You like the movie? Yeah, I did like the movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I liked it, which means I probably didn't like it that I think much. it was good, not great. It was kind of right down the middle, but I liked it. Yeah. I just, watching Doctor Strange, I was like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I just thought it would be a little bit more, like they kept using the same effect. The bending stuff? Yeah. The uh, little weirder. What's that movie where everybody's in dreams? Yeah. yeah, they kept going to that same, like, yeah. like they thought that was their haymaker. Right. <laughs> what do we learn? They about overused it. <laughs> yeah. They should have thrown the uh, Holocaust in there a little bit. Get <laughs> some dates. Uh, now, uh, Professor Five, if you're looking for, uh, it's difficult. You know, you've been married 16 years. You're like, I'm going to get my wife a anniversary present, a Christmas present, whatever. Uh, how about say something like Loot Crate? She'll be the envy of her friends. Because she'll be getting 100% exclusive crates at lootcrate.com slash T-E-S-D. So you can even save a couple bucks off it, right? Um, and uh, what are, on a quest for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles. You're a woman. You love housewares. Uh, Loot Crate has it. That's it's less than $20 a month. Uh, there's fashionista shit on there. Uh, wearable geek. Are you into comics and geek stuff? 
That's too bad because you uh, <laughs> are going anyway. to get cult classics and your favorite franchises. Uh, do you like being fancy? Yes. Okay. Well, you can get an even bigger Loot Crate with uh, Loot Crate <laughs> DX. You want to geek out your pet? Do you have a pet? No. All right. We'll get one and try Loot Pets. <laughs> and uh, You don't have a pet? No. no. Ever? No. No kids and no pets, huh? <laughs> well. All right. Um, get ready for <laughs> get ready for December's rebellious theme revolution. Assassin's Creed, Mr. Robot, Firefly, monthly T-shirt, pin, and more in an exclusive Funko Pop. So go to lootcrate.com/tesd. You're gonna get ten percent off any new uh, subscription today. All right, no more ads. All right, who wants to go next? Oof, how you feeling? Thank you. I don't know. I mean, I, I I think I maybe misunderstood the um the assignment a little bit, but I can still forge ahead. Do you feel you have a grasp on it? Like yeah. you got a lot of notes there. I'll now just I, have to oh no, these these are notes. Hey, right. and, and Q. Yeah. No no uh, favoritism because uh you dislike get him. <laughs> no, you were going right. a little bit hard at him, a lot harder and I expect the same level of intensity okay. at Brian Johnson. Absolutely absolutely. And if you don't, I right. think you should take some points off his overall. Okay. Score. okay. All right. Brian Johnson, you're gonna go? Yeah, sure. And your topic was what if the atomic bomb was introduced into warfare during the Civil War? Right. Rather than World War Two. Right. Okay. Now I have no visual aids, unfortunately. You borrow mine. With uh, yeah, I could use the cross through Hitler and <laughs> possibly Babe Ruth. <laughs> uh, what if the bomb was introduced in the Civil War versus World War Two? Now it was sort of a nebulous topic because are you saying? Did everything shift back to, you know, you know, for a hundred years or, you know, a little bit less than a hundred years? Um, what bomb are we using? You have, are you saying the bomb that was used in World War II? Are you talking about, um, fission versus the, fusion? Core. Uh, yeah, say fission versus, thank you, get him. Fission versus, uh, fission into you. fusion. <laughs> Plutonium implosion. Professor, bomb. please note he took he took help from the competition. Uh, unsolicited, Professor. <laughs> um, so you, I haven't heard anything from you yeah. yet. So far, he's insane. Kim didn't even get two words out, and you were on his on his fucking throat like a fucking no, rabbit. No, we did it. We were listening to him, and you're like, <laughs> you were screaming at us for not saying anything to get him. Right. <laughs> you're fucking ripping his throat out. No, we weren't. Yes, you were. You, go back and listen to the tape. He he said one sentence. You were just like, nothing. You just couldn't wait. You're like raw meat. He, he hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> Brian's just, he hasn't said anything All yet. I said was, yeah, that, that I wasn't it's exactly nebulous. sure. What, <laughs> what, at least I pronounced it correctly. <laughs> and used it correctly. <laughs> he was definitely trying to use a big word, right? Yeah. He was yeah. like, what, 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 I'm definitely using that. Yeah. <laughs> What impresses a prof more than <laughs> an accurate English language? Uh, like so, I can't make fun of him for using a word correctly. Like that's fucking stupid. But, you, but he's fucking. He's playing to the prof, though. But oh, good, am I not supposed to? <laughs> I was supposed to get on his bad side immediately. 
so it's we painful. all know that, what's up. It's painfully obvious, though, that he just used that word. I'm just yeah. just for that sole reason. So, which bomb did you pick? I feel like I could not even say another word, and I've already won. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, get him. Yes. We also have to decide uh, which did the Confederacy or the Union use the bomb, right? Oh yes, okay. because that does matter. Uh, of course, it matters. Yeah. The reason behind the Civil War was the secession of the states mm-hmm. based primarily on slavery. Because of the cotton gin. Yes. Uh, well, the Industrial Revolution, I'm assuming, would have had to have happened sooner because you can't go from nothing to – Oh, more, the, most certainly James the, Watt would have invented the steam engine earlier. The, the bomb, right. So unlike, so, unlike, so we've unlike, got tons of nice cotton because <laughs> – <laughs> The cotton gin has been around for a while. So, so unlike um, f- forcing the timeline to fit your cockamamie harebrained theory, you're saying just by the fact that their nuclear bomb was developed at this time, necessity would say that all those advancements had come early. This is a result of that. That's not a right. result of the cotton gin like Gidham was saying. Mm-hmm. OK. Got it. So now, far, that makes sense. We also not that I make fun of yet. We also have sure, to consider – we also have to consider the Not delivery the system. Field advantage. We also. So who are you, you supposing? Th- who are you supposing has the bomb? Thank you for your support. <laughs> who are you supposing has the bomb? Yeah, which side has the bomb? I'm going to get to it. I'm oh, going to get okay. to all it. All right, all right. I didn't know where. I, I just thought he was switching topics already. Uh, it's got to be the South, right? The North wouldn't use the bomb. No, I'll tell you why. Now, there's a very uh, but the well north known... is more industrialized of the two. Yeah, Stop but... giving him answers. <laughs> Stop giving him scenarios. These are not answers that are not common knowledge. But, <laughs> but this, but the North was the good, the good side in the Civil War, right? So they wouldn't use it. And the North was being led by a Republican, hmm? right? Well, back then the Democratic Democratic Party did support slavery. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what we have here are we is not going to tell us who the Republican was. Abraham Lincoln. I, I mean, I, again, like I'm surprised Gidham didn't jump in. <laughs> I told him not to. I want to okay. make sure that you give the information. Oh, oh not that Gidham. I know who the fucking president was during the Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what you have now is a country divided. A country that mm. the North is trying to eliminate slavery, just like the, uh, Europe did 30 years earlier. Do they have like lasers and stuff like that? Because they're all advanced. Uh, they did not have lasers. In fact, I'm going with somehow one of these uh, one of these union guys in his spare time must have worked on a bomb <laughs> uh, because we don't have any delivery system for this bomb. As we know with with uh, Fat Man and Little Boy, uh, it was delivered by an airplane. Spruce Goose? Uh, no, that was how it used. Stop! Stop! Spruce Goose was a fucking. Stop trying to stop trying try to make yourself the look Spruce smart. Goose now you had though, your is a very. You're trying to get my point right now. Yes, I did say that. I thought the Spruce Goose delivered the fucking nuclear bomb to Japan. I was saying back in the day. Right, the Spruce Goose was as best as they could Thank have done, you. probably. However, what they may have done since the railroads were were very developed at the time. <laughs> Because I got to do it. Because if you're not going to do it, that's unfair. You fucking took pot shots at him. He hasn't said anything stupid yet, right? Motherfucker, open his mouth. But look how he came out, though. Got your attention with Hitler's not here, Babe Ruth's not here. He's fucking putting a room to sleep. And they never backed it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did back it 
up. I'm trying to – look, this was my assignment. I'm trying to impress the professor. I don't give a fuck what you guys think. And that's how you fucking win this game. Maybe. Right. Maybe. Now, if we're t- – OK, let's – we'll talk about bombs for a second. Let's right? talk about yeah, bombs. Oh, well, that delivery system. We, you need to finish up on the delivery well, system. Well, don't give me Like answers. I said, the delivery system would have to be something by, say, rail or uh, – what kind of fucking face is that? How what? else are you going to deliver it? You're assuming, oh, that, tell you're assuming we... that the union does it when the union had someone like Henry Pleasance who uh, – He didn't yet say who said I said what side had it. He didn't say it yet. No, he said the union had it in the ingenuity so they would use the uh, locomotive. The union would more than likely – I've got to follow the uh, methods of Henry Pleasant and go for an underground detonation. Or they could go above ground. Okay, so <laughs> under, above ground. underground or above ground. Oh, so yeah, train. from the air. You can still do it from the air. You There's didn't... no planes. You have hot air balloons. Boom, hot air balloons. Well, there you go. Get him. That's a good point. That, that's true. I it's think you probably could. You, you know, but it's, uh, I think you could probably lift a bomb that you know, weighs as much as fucking 50 cars. <laughs> multiple hot air balloons. Something that could be shot out of, the, out of the air with a musket, I guess. Right. Or popped by a fucking beard, uh, a, right. a bird's beak. <laughs> um <laughs> So anyway, the delivery system, I believe, this is my theory. Right. Okay. Would, he's would, allowed, to, he's allowed yeah. to take shots at it. Would be a train. Yes, yes he is. <laughs> he, he, you're encouraged to take shots at it. A train. Um, but, okay, you got Abe Lincoln. Were there trains back then? Oh, there was, there was trains back then. <laughs> and in alternate history, Henry Pleasant actually worked on the railroads, so – Actually, Henry Pleasant didn't work on the railroad. Why don't you suck Henry Pleasant's cock? Let him come in your mouth so I can fucking continue. (laughs) Christ almighty, the guy read one article about railroads once and you got to fucking hear about it all night? Just take his load so he can be done with it and I can move on. Um, but, But now we're talking about what bomb we use. Do we use Fat Man? Do we use Little Boy? Do we use, okay, get him. Do we use, uh, Castle Bravo? Uh, oh? <laughs> well, I'm not familiar with the individual names. I'm guessing that's a hydrogen bomb. <laughs> the first, like the one uh, blown up over the, the bikini atoll. The first tested hydrogen Never bomb, guess. but was as big as Just a factory, it like so it. so it would not be practical to or use or feasible. That, right. But it could fit on a boxcar, maybe. No, it, it was pretty Two big. Cars? You know, if <laughs> if they had reinforced the tracks, yeah. If you got a bunch of Chinamen out there, they right. reinforced the tracks. Maybe build some special cars. You may be able to get Castle Bravo there. Well, you'd right? have to re-engineer the tracks because the South, the South was known for using multiple different gauges of rails, which required switching from train to train to train. Boom. Okay. So that's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, getting shot at with muskets. Right. Or – the Tsar Bomba. You're familiar with that. The, the, the world's the largest bomb The ever. largest thermonuclear ever detonated, yes. right? I love – in all seriousness, I love this. We sound – this is awesome. <laughs> Throwing things out like that that I know 90% of listeners don't know and they're just like, wow. That's cool that you guys are fucking throwing out some um, um, Considering this wasn't my subject to look up. It's exactly. just stuff that I know. I know. He's patting himself on the back even harder. He's like, oh, yeah, maybe he knows some stuff. But. <laughs> See, here's this fucking girl's pussy drying up. <laughs> he's got to try and do something. I mean, I can hear it happening in the room. <laughs> Let alone over the, over the mic. It's fine. But, but I believe that uh, none of those bombs would be used. And instead... They would employ a neutron bomb, and I'll tell you why. Oh. Because the South had all the – There's nothing to attack. That's all I heard. Oh, that's oh. the only thing you've said. He's been speaking for 10 minutes. Oh. 
You basically You're, are giving him a free pass. He likes my idea. So far, I have nothing to rip on him about. So you're going with a completely different bomb. You're not even, what about uh, the Davy Crockett? That was an artillery-fired uh, munition. Uh, are you going to listen? Okay. Because I got a reason. All right. Because since the South – Yeah, what about the Davy Crockett, Brian? <laughs> yeah, I know. The, 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 the Davy Crockett. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, because the South was so industrialized, because it was such a cotton-based, as you well know, uh, industry down there, what would they want to do? Would they want to destroy the entire infrastructure of the South? And you're also talking about states that are not – like. They dropped Fat Man and Little Boy on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Mm-hmm. Limited damage. So maximum effect. Not maximum. Neutron bomb is going to leave your structures intact, leave your industry intact, and kill everybody. That's a smart way to go. It spreads radiation. And if, and if you use a U-238 tamper, it's going to <laughs> dirty up the radiation and make even more people yeah, sick. Yeah, but then you're going to kill. So the we're going to have you're going to have a uh, half the half the country unpopulatable for how long? It's like fallout. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why you get people in those radiation suits. You still get Babe Ruth. You have Babe Ruth. <laughs> okay. You have Babe have, Ruth. So we respectively that Abraham Lincoln is trying to heal the country. It's like you know what? Fuck all y'all down there. You're all dead. Slaves to everybody. Dead. Don't worry about slavery because the slaves are dead. They don't have a chance to get but free. What happens, well, he didn't make that up. That was that was the topic that was given to him. Yeah. So you got to make fun of Walt on that one. No, he's coming up with the new using the neutron bomb to kill all the people versus again something like Fat Boy and Little Boy, which had minimum. So, damage so you're saying maximum. kill all the people and destroy all the structures. No, that's what you're saying with the no, neutron bomb. No, that's your argument. No, with the neutron bomb, I'm saying save the structures. The people are going to go either way. Well, why are the structures the important? The people are not going to go either because way. Because then the union can go down there. They what, can... in the next hundred years when it's fucking able to – someone's able to so fucking saying, step What makes you think they don't have two suits? cities in Japan – with destroying two cities in Japan was not as good as just killing everybody in Japan. They wouldn't have surrendered anyway, even though they did surrender. You're saying just kill it's them all not so we ki- can save the infrastructure. No, you hit strategic areas, get them. You don't, you don't carpet but bomb the neutron bomb is, is destroying entire... everything and making it dirty so no one can live in no, there. What the fall the of Atlanta. What, they drop a neutron bomb on Atlanta. It doesn't burn. Who all does? the structures the are still there. The drops a bomb on Atlanta? No, the North does. Oh, the North has it. Yeah. Well, yeah. excuse my ignorance, but let me ask something. A neutron, uh, uh, fat man and little boy, right. the radiation was gone like that? or, or oh. No, not at all. So no matter what, you have an uninhabitable land. You have well, just one because safe. they were airburst. I believe they just spread uh, less. But that's not an option here. With the hot air balloons, it is not well, not high enough that would disperse it less. But you also what's up? Well, I'm saying like no matter what, you have an un- uninhabitable land. Um, but un- no underground underground would but actually really time. reduce the uh, underground bomb would really reduce the uh, fallout. But you want it would the, cause massive devastation still, but it would it would reduce less fallout. It wouldn't make the foil the soil completely fucking. It would you would have a crater, and it would be extent the limit the extent would be to that crater if you did an underground okay. detonation. Just, that is I fucking be, absolutely untrue. I want to be clear on that. You're, you're <laughs> that saying is. that if you blow an atomic bomb up, it'll cause a crater, and that's the extent of the damage. And if you do an underground detonation, yes. So what the fucking point is it building an atomic bomb and sending it down there if you just yeah right? People are like, what was that noise? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just cave in a city. What we're trying to cave in a city, and then you're like, hey, you know what? We're gonna if you don't <laughs> give up, we're gonna cave in another city. You don't know which one. Could be anybody. Yeah. Right, but well, as I was trying to say earlier, Prof. Um, <laughs> 
Shelby Foote said that the uh, – and I'm paraphrasing here. Well-known Civil War historian said that the North fought the war with one arm tied behind their back. And had they untied the other hand, they would have just knocked the shit out of the South. Why like did they that. do one hand tied behind their back? I think because when they got – when they first got you into think? the war, they – well, OK. I don't have the facts here. All right. But see, see, I believe my hypothesis is that, um, that when they first got into the war, they didn't expect it to be – uh, as as bloody as it was, yeah. Um, as destructive as it was, because the the Union, the North, believed that a lot of the Southern people were anti-slavery as well. They were wrong about that. Like they would thought mostly plantation owners, people who could profit right. from the cotton. Okay, you know the the uh, the plantation owners. If you listen to every Tom Steve Dave episode, Frank, pretty much, yeah. Easily the most. Smartest episode we've ever produced tonight. Yes. Nice. Okay. Very nice. <laughs> um, I want to get yelled at. So I believe that, that Lincoln would have mm. said, look, in any war, there's going to be collateral damage. They may just like in World War II, they weren't really sure what the radiation was going to do. They didn't know. Like once they dropped that bomb, once when they first detonated the gadget, the very first atomic bomb, mm-hmm. no idea what was going to happen. Damn. Even when, even with the at the Trinity site, no clue, like as to how destructive it would have been. Theoretically, they kind of knew, but right. they weren't sure. So if they were to deliver the, uh, did they test the nuclear bomb back in the Civil War times before n- they do it, or they just build one and use it and hoping it works? Well, I think that the uh, yeah, are they afraid of catching the atmosphere on fire? I think I think that it would. I mean, if we're going by the way they did it in World War II, I'm asking you. I don't know. Okay, let's say they, they're going by the way they did it in World War II. <laughs> they tried the first design; it didn't work. They changed to a, a different kind of design. The the um, I believe it was called like the the gun the the gun model, uh, and that was what um, uh, Little Boy was was based on. And then uh, Fat Man – I don't mean to point to you. Get him and say Fat Man. But <laughs> what you did anyway. Was a fission diffusion bomb and they still weren't sure. Now, did you like, choose – did you specifically – do you have a site that was chosen to detonate the bomb? Uh, I think that – well, it was a last resort just like in um, just like in World War II. It was a last resort. They're like, hey, these, these Japanese are not giving up and even after – they detonated the first one in, in Hiroshima. They still didn't give up, so then they had to hit Nagasaki. Now, if uh, they had waited, just nailed Atlanta, since that was really that's the, just that's the city you're you're that's you're, the city you're, I'm in, choosing. In your hypotheses. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is the city of choice to uh, drop the nuke on or to detonate the nuke. In. That's the city that would have made everyone s- stand up and say like, "Oh shit." All right, all right. Okay, so let's let's <laughs> let's say that, that it's detonated. Okay, what happens? The South give up? Oh, South absolutely gives up. Didn't okay. the Japs give up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So So the South, South gives, gives up. up. The South gives up. And, and now what how life as we know so it goes same- on. We have Babe Ruth. <laughs> Hitler's dead. We've got mountains and American flags. <laughs> how is Hitler dead? Is the same like, exact results happen. Stop, stop. Are you are you done? I don't know. Do you have more questions? 
No, I don't want to. No, I'm not going to ask questions until you say. Oh, I mean, I don't have any haymakers. Like, get them, dude. (laughs) If if that's what you're expecting. I don't know what this haymaker was. Is that it? Like, Atlanta is decimated. Atlanta Atlanta is decimated. So the war pretty much ends like it ended anyway. Ends like it ended anyway. Maybe they've done a couple strategic strikes along the way. Does the rest of the world look at the United States as like, well, these motherfuckers will bomb themselves. We better not mess with them. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's exactly it. That is my note. Yeah, now, now it is because you just fucking. No, it isn't. I'll show you the fucking note right here. Oh yeah, yeah, that was in there. Would the U.S. use a, a nuke against its own people? Boom. Yeah, but the he fact just that he that just he brought did. up a different scenario. He brought up the fact that now we're the fucking mad dogs of the world, and no one's going to fuck with us. That wasn't in your oh, notes. I, didn't, I thought you said, would, would they just use it against... Uh, no, I said, would the world... Does the world notice that the U.S. will bomb themselves? That's how fucking... That's how crazy they are. That's how hardcore we are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Hey, <Edgar. laughs> Now you're done. Now I'm done. Okay. Give him Steve Dave. Are you impressed or unimpressed? Um, I'm somewhat impressed. I mean, well, you can't it's, be impressed, impressed. it's impressed or okay. unimpressed. Impressed. Why? I mean, he has some. He he was very knowledgeable about the types of bombs, uh, the different variations. He didn't offer a lot of like like butterfly effect, though. There was no first. Uh, first, uh, it's like you're too fucking boring. I'm snoring, and then if I don't <laughs> offer more information about bombs, no, no, the butterfly, butterfly effect. effect. No butterfly effect effect in your scenario. You oh, know? I wasn't sure. I did. I wasn't aware that was a. Uh, that's the, mo- that's, we, that's the most even, important thing. That's we even the most said Butterfly Effect thing. last week. Butterfly Effect was used last week. But that's the most fun part of this game. Well, Quinn said it. Everyone thinks we're mad dogs. They're afraid of us now. And now, now America <laughs> has become basically the Ottoman Empire. Like, we are fucking spread across the world. It's not Europe anymore. You can't go. You it's big China. America. You're saying we go from a democracy to... to it's not Japan anymore. <laughs> it's America Island. <laughs> What's that? You're saying we become conquerors now because we destroyed half we destroyed half of our own country? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and obliterated it useless with radiation. Yeah. <laughs> but they saved the buildings. <laughs> but but there there was little butterfly effect in that. You would agree? A little, yeah. Just there on perception. None. No, just on the perception. That would be the only butterfly effect is people go, Yeah, they're nuts over there. Earlier than they have done already. Now people are saying that about us. Now, according to him, they're saying it a hundred years ago. But I also said that the, that the the North now takes over the South and becomes uh, becomes uh, an industrial powerhouse. Yeah, but I mean, let me ask you: When the Civil War ended, were black people like, "Oh, everything's cool now"? Were they were they like everything's cool? <laughs> they're not even like it today. Atomic bombs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but we're sorry no, we because we, we didn't drop it on black people. You can't make an omelet without breaking a few black eggs. Well, you, no you better black believe people. the Japanese were like, "All right, everything's cool now." <laughs> no more, no more, no mas. Yeah. Uh, Q, are you impressed or unimpressed? Oh, I don't even have to ask. I don't even have to fucking ask. I saw him wipe this out of his mouth. I was impressed. I was impressed. The guy did his research. You know what I was mostly impressed by? Why I'm giving an impress? And I think you'll agree with me after I say this, Walter. He was able to fend off the attacks and stay on point. Unlike the over there who fucking couldn't string two sentences together at the slightest challenge. But... uh, 
big, big, big boobs. He's like fucking the Sounds like a seal asking goonies. for a fish. Yeah. <laughs> well, his face got all red. He fucking. You could have got a fucking word out. Hitler, what are you doing? What a hundred years. Butterfly effect. Cottage in effect. Yeah. Whereas Brian was able to like stay in the pocket. But the most important aspect of the game is the butterfly effect. You would agree or not agree? Yeah, but it's the yeah. most fun part of the game. It's the most fun part of the game. Yes. And there was barely any of it that. Was not a lot you just want to throw a lot of a lot of uh, names. <laughs> right. Sarbamba. Right. Oh, the guy who was sitting there agreeing with me like two seconds earlier, like, yeah, that's cool, right? That may have been that may have been the most below the belt sequence ever directed at Gidham right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still pissed about the skull thing with him last week. All right, so uh, impressed, you're saying. All right. He's I'm got impressed. two impressed. What? He's got two impressive, impressive. marks from the celebrity guy. judges. But all that matters is the prop. That's well, right. now he's tainted because you guys shit all over me. <laughs> well, how's well, like he didn't shit all over me. <laughs> that was their job. <laughs> Should he go in a soundproof booth? Well, I'm pretty sure he respects Quinn more than you anyway. So. <laughs> uh, all right, prop. All right, so uh, nice job. Uh Presence, body language, uh, contact, eye contact, that was all great. Language skills, he used all of the words correctly, <laughs> which was great. Um, mastery of the subject, you know, knew the bomb's names, uh, seemed to know the information. No visual aid, um, but uh, I like... What do you get a five in? <laughs> okay, uh, presence, which is the body language and the eye contact and that stuff, and language skills. Okay, what do you get a zero in it? Charismatic and well-spoken. Did you get any zeros? Yes. Ooh, let's hear uh, the ooh. zeros. It's the, the visual aid. Okay. That was it? <laughs> That's the only zero? Yeah. Damn, what I about the butterfly? I, 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 sh- I, butterfly I have that in there. The butterfly yeah. effect. I, I, I should have pulled up a picture of a bomb and just showed it to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're not going to reveal the score until after Q goes. I have a He's good feeling. A picture I, of Elvis right now. BQ, you had I the most fun topic, I thought. Yeah, I the one thought that so, was so. the one that everybody could really. I thought Brian was his was a little uh, dark. Yes, yours is a lot more fun. A lot more. Uh, there are a lot more um, opportunities to put your butterfly wings on. Right. Yeah. Right. Although my story does not end happily. Okay, but let's for listeners who were who may not have been here last week. Right, your topic was: What if the world is introduced to Elvis Presley on the um, what's the show again? Ed Sullivan, the Ed Sullivan show. Not by him performing rock and roll, right? But by rapping, right? I thought you said gangster or hardcore. It doesn't matter. Rapping really doesn't matter. Obviously, I'm going to give you one here because I gave one to get him. If he's on the Milton Berle show, what's his, what's his Ed Sullivan Ed show? <laughs> he's Can't stop thinking he's of not that going Uncle to be Milty cursing dick. and hardcore. He's going to be rapping, but it's not right. going to be the rap. He's not going to get of any airtime if he's of cussing. Of course. Okay. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. The presentation begins. Excuse me one second. <clears throat> oh, he's got audio. There we see. Look at that. He you know who pulled that up is, the visual presentation. You know who that is? You who know is what that? he did? Yes. Changed American music, my friend. <laughs> it's Flavor Flav. <laughs> he created rock and roll. Just listen to that. That's the man. 
finish that. See that crowd, Prof? Do you hear yeah, there's an crowd? applause sign. Do you hear them going nuts, those women going berserk, buddy? Imagine if that gentleman did not harness the power of rock and roll on September 9th, 1956, when he showed up on the Ed Sullivan show. That was one of my points that you had to hit. And you got it. I got to give you credit on that one, man. I, had, I have a thing that I, that I was looking for people to hit. You just hit one of them. Well, I didn't hit any of them. And I'll obviously get him hit them all. What if he did not perform Love Me Tender, Don't Be Cruel, Hound Dog, and Ready Teddy on that, on that fateful night, my friend? He sang four songs that night? That's right. That's right. And in fact, that night that he was on, Ed Sullivan wasn't even the host that night. He was out sick. How crazy is that? Is this in your timeline or in real life? No, this is real life. And that's why Elvis had the chutzpah to try something different. Or chutzpah. Yeah. <laughs> chutzpah. Come on, Q. That's the phonetically. The chutzpah. Uh, what, what am I going to get? Uh, I'm going right to get knocked you? down for not being Jewish? No, just okay. consult with me first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, here's the thing. Now, everybody loved Elvis already, the kids. Already? Oh, yeah. By the time he was, he was on Elvis, Elvis that was the thing that put him over. He was already building critical mass. He was mm-hmm. he was there. He was on another show earlier than that. Ed Sullivan didn't want him on the show, but he was on a show prior to that, and the ratings went through the roof, so Ed Sullivan was like, I got I to gotta have this guy on. So that's why he was on. Okay? And what – now, imagine Now, Elvis. is he going through the roof because of his own ability, or was it because of the colonel? No, his own is – the colonel wasn't even there yet. Oh, okay. Elvis – the other kids bypassed Elvis to get to the colonel. Right. The colonel, <laughs> well, no, his, the colonel his, wasn't even in the picture then. He was okay. still he was still being uh, he was still working at, at Sun Record by Sam Phillips. Oh, so he's being represented by somebody. Sam Phillips okay. had his contract. Thank you. Um, and I see he, what you mean, Walt. Like get him coming in with these zingers right away is <laughs> it's, it's really throwing cue. <laughs> <laughs> now this is what I'm saying, Prof. I imagine that what he rapped about in the in in the rap style that he was creating that very night, st- the topic that he was rapping about would have been way more acceptable to America, white America, than what rappers came out with when you know hardcore rap came out with the killing of the cops and and uh, expressing black rage and black uh, suppression and stuff like that. So even if they didn't like the style of rap, they would have approved of the message that Elvis was delivering way more than they would have done hardcore rap. So so Ice-T would have been like the new Beatles? I see this is I see this a glimmer in his fucking great-grandfather's eye. He's not even around at that point. Oh, what? but you're saying, but it was people like Ice-T. You, you want me to get into the butterfly cut. effect before I do the thesis? Is that is that... Maybe that's why nobody was impressed with you because you, just, yeah. you, you, you probably why I got a zero. Right, you started with no Hitler. You didn't work up to it. He had a disadvantage. He had Did a disadvantage he? going first. He's got a lot Big of disadvantages. Big disadvantage. And you got the advantage of going last because you got to see what that's everybody. That's fine, and I, and I accept being marked on that. Plus, you're awesome so far. <laughs> so right away, I mean, parents were rolling their eyes at Elvis no matter what at the style of music. They wouldn't have rolled it over anymore because Elvis was Elvis. And here's the thing about Elvis. He would have made it work, Professor. And do you know why? Do you know out of 500 and change songs, do you know how many Elvis wrote? How many? Zero. Because Elvis wasn't a writer. Elvis was a performer, my friend. He was a performer, and he was one of the best performers of all time, undisputed. He's a far better performer than just about any rapper that has ever lived. So he would have performed the fuck out of it, my friend. He would have sold rap. So he would have sang about how hard it is being on the streets, having never been on the streets. 
he wouldn't have been rapping about being on the streets. That's what I'm saying. He well, just said he would rap about, about been, he would he, rap about things that white America could relate love, to. The girl about next, a hound dog. Sock cops. Oh, about a hound dog. Sock cops. <laughs> fast cars. Yeah. Trying to get the girl. Get him. He's Elvis. If you don't, if you don't have a barb, don't fucking open your mouth. <laughs> hey, Doc, I got a question about. Well, it doesn't really pertain to what you're saying, but um. <laughs> <laughs> And let me explain. Let me do another thing. I just a little note I wrote here about Elvis and rappers. Okay, all right. Elvis was already very, very ostentatious. Oh fuck. Okay. You Give think, me a break. You think you have I have that written down? Here I know, before. yeah, but you just looked Did up the biggest word uh, in the fucking dictionary. That, that was and- written. This was written before I got here. I didn't, somebody write, I didn't throw that in just No, no, no. He, he's mad about any word over two syllables. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> but yeah, but you like, you prof, intentionally. Prof, I'm coming through this. Prof, you think Flavor Flav and his clock was gaudy? Elvis wore motherfucking bejeweled jumpsuits, all right? He put everybody else's shame. MC Hammer may have went bankrupt putting his initials on the front gate of his house, but Elvis put himself on the front gates of Graceland. And he didn't go broke. You know why, Prof? Because Elvis was gangster before there was even gangster. All right? It's such a short hop to think that he would invent rap because he basically invented the rap lifestyle. He's rolling around in gold plated cars. He's got the jewelry. He's got the, the front. He's got the, 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 the land, the Graceland with his own face on the gate. This guy was, was, was rap before there was rap. And he didn't go broke. Another, like, real, like, I mean, you gotta give up, man. Another thing. He created the rap lifestyle. I didn't even, you, before. you, before I had that down, like you know, he was a rapper. So they couldn't have copied essence. his life. I got now? examples. He carried guns and badges for no reason. He <laughs> shot up TVs. <laughs> this- I was gonna say the only difference is the cops liked him. <laughs> <laughs> he shot up TVs. He threatened to kill the man his ex-wife started dating just because he thought it made him look bad. Like that's who we're dealing with. He learned karate just so he can kick ass. Look, as a result, though, this is a butterfly effect. Okay. <laughs> He would have inspired nah. imitators. All right. Suddenly, you don't have Jerry Lewis setting pianos on fire, Professor. Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> a lady lighting the thing on fire. Boyman, <laughs> Boyman. <laughs> you don't have Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> and now, who could fucking possibly say you don't belong here? <laughs> what, what asshole is emailing me when you just had a fucking Jerry Lewis invitation? I'm ready. <laughs> he was ready to go with it. <laughs> Come on, give him. You got to give extra points. For that, <laughs> no, retroactively he, give, give him an extra point. He for can't regrade his paper <laughs> for a fucking joke. So like, so like Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin, right? Jerry Lee Lewis. No, no sorry, Jerry what? Lewis and Dean Martin. Yeah, yeah. So like Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin, they wouldn't have been singing like old time standards and stuff like that. They would have been rapping. He would have had imitators <laughs> all the way down the line. Bring me, bring me to Jerry Lee Lewis. Q, would it be the rap pack? <laughs> Ryan, thank you very much for moving the rap. Buy an extra point too. <laughs> um, now Jerry Lee Lewis no would have entered the rap game. Okay, just encouraging him. And then what would have followed is also kind of a rap thing. Many songs about underage women and girls. Oh yeah, because that's what Jerry Lee Lewis liked. Okay, so did Elvis. Okay, now. Oh no. I know where this butterfly effect is going. <laughs> I know where it's going. You see it already, right? So now, 
They 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 played the on the same bill. They, they they they, they played no no no. They played on the uh, same bill a lot. It's a butterfly and a caterpillar together. They were on the same bill quite often, right? And what happened would now is like while they were rapping about these underage girls, they would get underage girls backstage, <gasps> and Jerry Lee Lewis <laughs> stole one of Elvis's girls. You understand? So Elvis started rapping anti Jerry Lee Lewis stuff, just like oh, rappers did today, man. dropping his songs. It's so Coast War. This is the butterfly effect. It is, it's right? this butterfly effect. And the Memphis Respect Mafia it. would be like, yo, fuck Jerry Lee Lewis. If we see him, we're going we're gonna to shoot him. Jerry Lee Lewis would, would now drop a diss track on vinyl <laughs> to Elvis, and they would, they would, start, they would start like a, a, a rivalry. And unfortunately, our story ends sadly, my friend, because Jerry Lee Lewis would roll up on Elvis in the world's first ever drive-by. And take him out. And Elvis would not have died on the toilet at 42 years of age in Graceland in 1977. He would have died back in 1962, a victim of his own success and the game that he didn't change, bro. He invented. His delivery is really good. Because yeah, there's no butterfly effect. He's pretty much he's replacing Jerry Lewis that, and Elvis. It's two, he's replacing Tupac and uh, Biggie with Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis. So? And? That's the point. Really, oh wait, that's that, what we're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> is that that is, that's the end of my. That's the end of my. That's the end of my. Team. That was a good haymaker, wow. Q. Thank yeah. you. Thank wow, you. Thank that you. was really, really well done. Thank you, brother. Um, Thank you very much. But there, I mean, well, I, but I got to go to the celebrities. Um, are Are you impressed, Bry? I mean, you know, I don't recall any uh, barbs being bandied about. Uh, that can only helped. mean one thing. <laughs> You're, very impressive. Very impressed. You didn't ask yourself, like, well, then who would have introduced rock and roll to uh, the masses? Uh, you didn't ask, well, if not for Elvis, where do the Beatles stand in our in our world? But that doesn't mean other people couldn't have come along and done that. I but just assumed somebody would have. You didn't ask yourself that, huh? <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. I was so because dude, I was so <laughs> entranced by your delivery. You. But you're Thank not. You're. But I like, was focused. I couldn't think of anything Thank else. You. All right. So you don't. You don't think to yourself, like, well, well, who's the most likely artist to bring rock and roll to prominence? I do. Have, um, I do have an answer for that. Uh, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I do have an answer. for that. <laughs> you got another Jerry Lewis? Do you want the answer that? Because I have it. You have it. I do actually. I okay. thought about this. All right. Because um, you, what you're doing is you're taking away the culture that black people created, okay? And as we know, Elvis sort of shifted blues and black music at the time into what was rock and roll. He wouldn't have done that now. So you would have had uh, the black culture would have been the extension and evolution of the blues into rock and roll. And you would get a lot more of Jimi Hendrix style rock and roll. So so rock is the introduction of rock is pushed all the way back to the 60s? Yes. What about Little Richard? Well, he'd be rapping. Yeah, he'd be rapping. Everybody'd be rapping. He'd be rapping. Yeah, everybody. He'd be rapping. Sure. <laughs> or, or he would have been doing the blues. He would have been. He would have been continuing what about the that, blues. What about that other guy? Um, what about that other guy. What are you saying? Walt? They all look alike. No, this is no, not. No. Uh, there was another famous uh, rock uh, guy. Chuck earlier. Berry. Yeah. What about Chuck Berry? All of them would be rapping. That's Domino. They'd all be rapping. Yo, yeah. They, they, no, 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 no. They, they would have been continuing the the blues. They're down in the south, cursing a... the cotton gin. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. what about the Beatles? 
well, rappers? The Be- yeah, the Beatles, Beatles would have became rappers because they were heavily inspired by Elvis. Stacy says no. In se- if, well, she's not in this game. She's not impressed. How are you getting home? <laughs> she says the Beatles would not have become rappers. The Beatles were very inspired. The Rolling Stones wouldn't have become rappers because they were more inspired inspired by uh, blues music than uh, than but rock. The Beatles on. rap. The Beatles would have done rap. All right, David, about- so we know Brian's impressed. Get him, Steve Dave. Impressed or unimpressed? <laughs> I- I'm going to have to say unimpressed because, like I said, he pretty much just took Tupac look and Biggie's life at, story. You just revealed yourself to be a scam as a human being. No, yeah. he, you just no put yourself. Fact, like, well, instead of this guy and this guy, it was this guy and this you're guy. And they did the exact same thing. You're not supposed. You're not. You know. It, it's you're not supposing that there's changes, big changes. I think the audience would have respected it a little bit more. But wait a second. You're he saying that knowledge that you that he fucking delivered the goods. Oh, he did deliver the goods, but again, you should have kept your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> but you're saying that Big and Tupac invented rap, which they obviously didn't. No, but he's he's just he's he's again. That's just for that part of the East Coast West Coast. But he war. he fucking at least took he took the scenario and crafted an entertainment. Story. I had a fucking video and audio. I'm not, fucking, I'm not just, denying you the just story. Would, you just kept saying the same things over and over again. Like Walt turned on him so he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, know, I I'm told not, you to have quick answers at the, at the ready. For questions you couldn't anticipate. Yeah. <laughs> but there, the questions that he did, he should have anticipated. Yeah. He should have been ready for anything. Look, he's but playing it, Pokemon Go. He didn't give a shit. You're searching. You're, you're you're searching for Pokemons. He's fucking no, a hunting a Charizard or whatever the fuck they are. You ain't I got think, to I, think game. I think the uh, I think it's time. You know, maybe maybe take a get him Steve Dave break and revive. T- take a little. <laughs> take take a little breather. <laughs> a lot. To, I was. I mean, you were my guy tonight, and you fucking went in the ring and fucking rolled well, over. I was your guy tonight. Yes, yeah. I was. I didn't know tonight. it yeah. before the night began, but yeah. Then you showed your tummy, and <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking <laughs> you rolled over, presented yourself. <laughs> All right, prof. Let's hear. Let's hear uh, the. Uh, let's let's keep everyone in suspense. And who won this tonight? All right. So I'm looking at uh, cues. And I uh, knew the dates, knew the history, knew that Ed, uh, Ed Sullivan didn't host that night. I knew fucking had his contract back yeah. then. And he didn't have any questions ready. Did you have questions ready for him? Because you didn't ask any. Yeah, he did. What about the colonel? And then that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. It was over after that. <laughs> you didn't have anything. You knew what his You knew what his, uh, his topic was. You should have had things to throw him off, and you didn't. I tried to help you. I tried. He, didn't he just ripped here. up Biggie and Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least he fucking ha- at least he he <laughs> crafted an entertaining story. And you could and you had the fucking you had the you had everything in your hands. You had the this? you were taking. I told you to go heavy on the Holocaust, and you didn't even say it once. <laughs> <laughs> you said it once. <laughs> it was way too Holocaust light for my taste. <laughs> Well, uh, heavy on the lack of a Holocaust. Uh, I said, we, I said yeah, the, the, you said it once oh, at the very end. All right, sorry. sorry oh yeah, the Jews live. Sorry, bro. I, I want to. I want to hear <laughs> my scores, bro. I'm very no, interested in my scores. So, no, so I, anyway, as I was saying, uh, straight down. I mean, you know, just did a, a fantastic job. Thank and, you. Uh, you know, just just really, really good. I mean, uh, do you want me to now go I through just, everybody's did scores? Did he get any fives? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what five did he get? <laughs> he certainly got this five. <laughs> yeah. What, I mean, where did he get some fives? He got a five presence. I mean, eye contact. He was looking straight at me. He was showing me that video. He was engaging me. He was bringing me into it. Mm-hmm. Poise. Uh, Organization. I mean, uh, his organization was fantastic. <laughs> I mean, is it an unfair advantage? He's a prof- he is a seasoned performer. Well, I, Adam C.J. works in a fucking comic book store. I'm just here to <laughs> barely. barely <yeah. laughs> he, I got. He doesn't do anything without being told. <laughs> he will just literally stare and, and into space. If I'm like, well, we got to get this up. I mean, that is an unfair advantage, though, isn't it? Is it or is it not? If he's intellectually I'm, I'm just, disabled. <laughs> I'm just grading who they put in front of you. You know, there's no curve in your world? In, in, in your classroom? No, no curve in my classroom. Really? In the no. classroom, there's no curve? What you earn you is don't what get you get. Maybe you should have asked that, that question. From, that come from this, you know, maybe have a disadvantage over another child? Like they're retarded. <laughs> right? I, for me, it's always been what you get is what you earn, and that's... Yeah, that's get him stepped in the arena. He accepted the challenge. Uh, arrogantly, I might have. I know. <laughs> His claims he's the smartest guy in the room. Pompous. You, yeah, man, I can't even use that anymore. It's all I had. <laughs> he sounds so hurt in his sadness. I thought this was going to be like you were just going to, like I said, man, just knock it out of the park. I'm sorry. This is a man I'm who's sorry. been in love with Elvis for years, so he knows a lot more than I. Okay, and I whatever. do about the cotton gin. <laughs> but I know you. Thought, I don't have a picture of Eli Whitney hanging in my uh, my, be- my bedroom. But I knew that. But I thought, at least I thought you were you were passionate about like these weird dates. And get, you told me if you, you said give, dates aren't interesting. Go stay away from the dates. That's what you said. <laughs> but I also, don't go away from the dates. They're, they're not interesting. But you told me the haymaker before I hired you. <laughs> before I hired you, you told me give me a task. If I have a defined task, I can I can I can perform an, a, an unbelievable job. I gave you a defined task twice now. <laughs> Was it right. was it a blanket? Fuck everything up. <laughs> I gave you to get him on the shelf. You fucked that up, and now I give you the cotton gin. And you fucking and you just you just shat. I, think I came up. I came up with a damn the, the cotton effect is a damn good theory. You've caused a mutiny amongst the listeners. <laughs> They're dropping like flies. And yeah, I went to. I fucking told the dude his name is Kevin Casson. I want to apologize right now to Kevin Casson. I sent the fucking nastiest email to Kevin Casson, a long time a six-year listener. <laughs> Listen to what I sent him. It was like he was defending his wife's honor. I bet. Uh, where is it? Uh, Kevin Caston sent an email the other day. I didn't tell you this, Gidham. I don't want to. I don't want to throw you on the. Um, you don't want to humiliation. So, <laughs> please, please, please. I can no longer stand Gidham Steve Dave. He talks over everyone, and he is a know-it-all. He is annoying. I gotta stand his dumb shit. I have purchased everything: clothing, albums, jerseys, movies. Um, I've listened to every Tom Steve Dave twice. Yada yada yada. If you do, if you continue to have get him Steve Dave on, I will be forced to stop listening. Read we're what forcing, I wrote to we're Kevin We're forcing Kassin. his hand. Read it and fucking tell me now how fucking how out of fuck. <laughs> I must have been in a, I must have been like hypnotized. I don't understand why I would write this, but go ahead. Don't mess it up. <laughs> 
While I appreciate Did you hypnotize me. <laughs> while I appreciate you ordering and supporting the podcast, that doesn't mean that allows you to make ultimatums like that. Well, I guess you can as you just did, but that doesn't mean we are going to make TESD how you specifically want it. We will make TESD specifically how we want it. If we want to get him on, he's going to be on. Plain and simple. Normally I would end this with, sorry to hear he's going to cause you to stop listening, but I'm sick of getting emails from people threatening to stop listening if Fry brings up political correctness, or if we talk politics, or if we continue to play a game a listener doesn't like, or if a certain person sits in. If you're going to stop listening, then just stop. No need to announce it to me or go on Twitter. Wow, strong words to a well, long time. And, and you want to retract? I want to retract it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to beg. Is this, the, is this the first apology in Tell Him Steve Dave history? It, it could <laughs> the be first yeah. issued apology. Well, sincere anyway. Wow. Uh, I'm going to email him right now. And tell him, <laughs> like, please listen to this week's episode. I I am so sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> I was so wrong. Please, please, please <laughs> listen to this week's episodes where I tuck my tail between my legs. <laughs> All right, and send. Wow. <laughs> All right, so we are ready to deliver the final uh, numerical uh, numbers to see who won tonight. Shit, well, I didn't finish Q's fives, but we can. Yeah, we can well, come right on. Numbers. Did he get any zeros? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. All right. So. Well, wait, before we before we do Frank's fives final evaluation, uh, we have I have an, uh, another. I just want to do this because I, I'm really behind this, doing this for ants. Is this more Butterwink shit? It is more Butterwink, but, <laughs> but I, I really – I like this aspect. I like the idea of us uh, promoting um, ants who have small businesses. Right. I think it's a, it's a nice way to give back to um, to the community who support us so, so heavily as they do out, out the year. I like it. So if you have a small business and you are interested in advertising on Tell Them Steve Dave, uh, hit me up in 2017. Not probably – you know, maybe we'll do it like once a month or something. But right. Butterwinks uh, brings you one of a kind framed cookie commissions, perfect gift for this holiday season. You imagine that you can get a framed a cookie like of your favorite picture. Maybe you drew something for your girl or your guy, and right. you give it to him mm-hmm. in a cookie as well as the original picture. You can get like Jerry Lee Lewis firing a shot into <laughs> Elvis on a cookie. I'm looking at some of the stuff on here. Check this out, Walt. In a pink Cadillac. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh wait, I don't think that's a cookie. It's just a portrait she drew. But you can get that as a cookie. Oh, you or can get that yeah. Frankenstein. That looks yeah. pretty cool. You can browse through hundreds of pictures of past work on Facebook or Instagram at Butterwinks, or check out Butterwinks.com for even more gift, great gift options for the art lover in your life. T-shirts now on sale for the low price of fourteen dollars. Everything in store has free shipping, and you get ten percent off when you use the TESD code. Support a fellow ant, butterwinks.com. And this this week, two random orders, whatever the Butterwink sends me, two random orders. I'm going to send some felt um, from the poker table um, on a card to yeah. two random So refrain orders. from buying it for $400 on eBay. Yeah, you go support Butterwinks and she'll send me two random addresses and I'll send out some felt if you're interested. And and well, one last thing before Frank, a little bit more housekeeping here. We had a, a wonderful person send in uh, five free Christmas pods. 
Oh wow! That they want to distribute um, to to some ants who can't afford it this year. Oh wow! That's uh, what that's was the great. name? We, Nancy. Nancy. And if you are uh, feeling the pinch this year and you want to get a free Xmas pod, the first five people who email me at kmuse to at gmail, I'm going to send you the link, and you're going that's to get very nice on Nancy. And finally. Uh, uh, Sheldon the Sheep is back. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were, we were able to give away that jersey, Q. Oh, all right. Last week I said if anybody gets the TSD That's makes right. and the world takes. Yeah. Well, we have a winner. Uh, Tieko Tanoroma. Um, has uh, won that. He got the he got the tattoo and he's going to be getting the jersey. Nice. We signed it. I'm going to get Sunday Jeff to sign it. It's going to go out next week then. That's fucking and, unbelievable. Uh, it's unbelievable, right? Yeah. And finally, and bring it back to something that a lot of people have been asking for. It's almost as a punishment now, after this week. Mm-hmm. It's Giddem's Glory Hole. When? This, um, this throughout this mm-hmm. month. If you want okay. to call and fucking Every break. day, 12 through 3 at the fucking <laughs> Jersey Turnpike rest stop. If you want to call up and talk to Giddem and order a Glory Hole and also berate him for his performance on these last couple of TSDs, yeah. um, please feel free to call 732-758-0508. Order a Glory Hole. And for those who don't remember, it's um, $200 worth of merchandise for 100 bucks shipped. And... Uh, you get a chance to talk to get him. If I answer, hang up. <laughs> and call back again to get him answers. Oh, nice. yeah. And no abuse is too strong, right? Like, no. They can you say can anything say they anything want to. anything you want about anything regarding get him. How much you can't stand him. Yep. How much you feel he's a, a weight on the sh- on albatross. Yeah, he's an albatross. That's the only word and for he's it. He's a cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and t- tell him, Steve Dave, that, you know, and it's. Malignant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah, and say all that prior to your order. So that <laughs> and he you then has to not say anything back. You just have to <laughs> thank say, you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, can I please have your your details so I can send you your glory hole? Okay, as long as I get their address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Walt here, calling on my time phone from the future. It's December 6th, and the Glory Hole ad has been up for a couple days now. And you guys calling in for Get Him the Glory Hole are lambasting him. I mean, some of the things you guys are saying to him are beyond the pale. I mean, it's it's like war crimes territory. It's so horrible, I feel i got to step in. So, new option. If you want to order one of Giddem's Glory Holes, which is 200 bucks a stash merch for 100 bucks shipped within America... And you don't insult get them, you're going to get one of those limited edition Tell Him Steve Dave cards with the poker table felt. These things are super hot, selling for like $400 on eBay. But you're going to get yours today if you order a glory hole. If you don't care about the felt and just want to take the opportunity to dress down, get them, and dehumanize them, all the while getting some sweet stash swag, the number is the same for both options. 732-758-0508. Thank you. Back to the show. That's it. Thank God, that's it. Right, can I? Can you just do one thing for me? Sure, Brian. Could you read this out loud? Because I'm not talking to Stacy. What's that John Lennon quote right there? <laughs> uh, before Elvis, there was nothing. Says John Lennon. Okay. So, so you would guess from that quote, he was pretty. He's pretty influenced by Elvis. Uh, a hair, I'd say. Uh, Never have I wanted uh, her oh. to speak more. <laughs> to say, why did you shake your head, though, there? You don't believe that the Beatles would have been rappers. 
You didn't like the idea of it? Mm. Oh, here's another quote. Elvis was religion to me, John Lennon. So you think that maybe She's he She's allowed to... To what did he say about to you? To create her own. To, uh, to cross me? <laughs> not under, not under no, Q, son. <laughs> All right. Q knows the way of the world. <laughs> I didn't realize you were that. You were that. Uh, it's fucking 1960s in this room. Before, <laughs> yeah. It's 2016 outside there. <laughs> All right, Frank. Five. You got some final scores for got us. The final scores. Let's do the. Let's do last place. Okay, we're, we're going <laughs> valedictorian, salutatorian, and dunce. <laughs> so I'm guessing it's the order it was presented in. Uh, so um, for Gidham and Walt. No, 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 no. Whoa! Oh, the next big fucking tell them Steve Ave event. Maybe that may not be Frankless if uh, we're going to go with it. Frank model. redacted. It'll be, <laughs> That's a good name. Yeah. It'll be Ladondo Full. All right, you want, all right, go ahead. No, I, Give well, him Steve, Dave, and Walk combo score. Honestly, then, and I want to say that you guys did a, a, a really good job. I mean, okay, honestly, and, uh, and you know, you could only do so much. I understand that, Walt. <laughs> he was giving because the top of his of the topic. Yeah, he was. Oh, no, you're not. No. You're not talking about his limited capacity for <laughs> thought. <laughs> and he had it, it, it was tough. He had it, man. It's just, it's you know what it is. It's like the, it's like those guys that are like really great on the uh, Sandlot, but then when they get under the lights and you know and, and, and organized, they just don't have it. When they're under the lights, they just freeze up. Crack. Yeah, yeah he, but he had it. He knew it, and he was ready to go. I told you when they got here, I was like, he's going to fucking crush it. Yeah. I've seen American Idol where they plead their cases as the judges, uh, you know, deliver the verdict. I'm just really disappointed because you I really – You don't think it has anything to do with the fact that he dissed the skull and I've been taking care of the skull for a week? You know, I mean – That I ended up like Tanya Harding at the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't – I didn't um, – I mean I haven't read that whole thing but it seems like – Maybe that's the beginning of your hmm? downfall. <laughs> oh, that's the beginning? <laughs> Now, right. do they get any extra points for being a couple of Aussies, right? A couple of autistics? No, I didn't. Right, that doesn't, that doesn't factor in where, where that we're kind of a little bit behind the eight ball? <laughs> the intellectual. We're troubled. I'm going to give you some extra points. <laughs> they could help, I could help, yes, but... All right, we'll take some points. Two, 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 two right. three. Two, one each. All right. Now, bear in mind that I have ADD and bipolar, too, so I want points as well. No. Yeah. Everybody wants points. This is what America's coming to. This no, he only wants to use it now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a disadvantage. Give everybody two points. Give everybody two points. No, that's not. Oh right. wow! <laughs> all right, so get them. Uh, when all is said and done, with you the know two- how hard it is for us to look people in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> with the um, out of a possible thirty points, <laughs> yeah, uh, nineteen. That's respectable. Out of a possible thirty. Possible thirty. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's what the two. Yeah, yeah that's great. Points, you would have so. gotten like a sixty-five on your test. <laughs> Still passing. Yeah. yeah, good. It was. Right. It was. It was a hot topic. It was. It, it was, was a solid C minus. It wasn't a softball like Elvis. No, no, no. It was. It was. Too too You're the one who fucking gave it to him because <laughs> I, I wanted him to do well too. I didn't want to give him something. You think if he would do anything, if I gave him get him's topic. You think he would have done anything? I would have crushed anything. I would have crushed anything. Doesn't matter what you gave him. Would he have done anything? I would have crushed. Dude, I wrote. I fucking. Yeah, I wrote you, an essay. But you love Elvis. Yeah, but I would have loved anything. Your, we, I that wanted you to give something in your wheelhouse. I appreciate that, but I would have done. He would have shot a video of a cotton gin running. Exactly. Yeah, I, say, I think it's unfair to suggest he doesn't love cotton gins as well. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I gave Brian uh, uh, the heaviest topic, the darkest topic, because that's what he likes, right. dark. And I wanted to. I gave him the most, the headiest, and the one that would be the most intellectually boring, but yet to be able to, uh, you Endurable. know, adorable. Because up until now, up. I thought he was smart. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want, I was again, I was trying to make Kevin Casson eat shit, but <laughs> I, I'm the one that's you got a little shit in your teeth. Yeah, now, now I got the fucking brown smile. I will never fucking yeah. wear off. Thanks to get him, <laughs> Kevin Casson squatting over Walt's face. <laughs> All uh, right, so he's got a 19. He's got a 19. Uh, for Brian, like I said, once again, another nice job. Uh, the only thing that really hurt you, Brian, was the fact that there was no that visual no one aid. heckled him. The what? No visual aid. No so visual aid. I I had, no I heckling. Good... And then no heckling. Well, Wait, why, <laughs> well, how could you take no heckling off for me? <laughs> no, I didn't take any points for that. I'm just, I'm just going Had along. I known there was, there was going to be a visual aid component, I, I definitely would. It was not mentioned. <laughs> Right. Yeah, but you could have with your phone. Q didn't have one either. I could have. Well, actually, actually that's had... not true. Look at this. Check it out. I had actually downloaded pictures of Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis beforehand, but I decided the last second to go with the video. Nice. Yeah. You know, so the last one's on his roll. Even Jerry Lee Lewis with an underage girl I had up. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she's 10. Oh, my God. Nice. I thought the, you know what I thought crazy. you were going to go with, the butterfly effect was going to be? Was that it? Um, it, ma- it, be- it made what they did with underage girls more... Uh, acceptable, like like in France or something like you know how it is in France and right, other shitholes. Right. Well. But, um, <laughs> but, but in America, that would become the that would become almost you know normal. France, India. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you were leading to the butterfly no, effect to no. be like I, our culture. That to, was acceptable. Now. I had to figure out a way to get them dissing each other, mm. and that was that was that's the only thing they shared okay. <laughs> was underage girls. Yeah, can, can can I ask you to give them a point off for not making it so we can all bang twelve year olds? <laughs> <laughs> So you ended up with a 22. All right. Oh. So only, only three points more than us? Well, he got no. He got out well, of He points. got a zero, too, though, for the visual aid. I mean, if he had a visual aid, it was pretty much we'll a definite that. five. That's not a bad showing. That's not bad. That's not bad. Somehow I don't think Q's coming in third. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Q for you, you Have fun with the bronze. <laughs> <laughs> the bottled up bronze. Come on, Skull. You end up with, when all is said and done, 29 out of 30 points. Woo! Nice work. Thank you. What did I lose a point on? I, I, you know, I was looking for something. Because only God is perfect. Right. (laughs) Yes, we can go with that. (laughs) What was it? What did you think the The point? The only thing I did was with the Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, I kind of thought I turned that around though when I when I turned it into an actual thing about Jerry Lewis. But I'm not going to debate it. You you turned it around? Yeah. Get him did the joke. No, no, no. But then I turned around and actually yeah, made it about oh, Jerry Lewis. Yeah. So I, I worked it in. On the fly, you worked it in. I did, yeah, yeah. But I'll take it. You know right. what? Is it, is it Q or is it Skull? I'm going to say the Skull. In effect here. I mean, this kind of showing. You would never have performed that well. No. Okay, so Free you skull. and get him, no. Q and the Skull. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know his name now. Will, Wilhelm. 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 So to the very first installment of, of Professor Impressor. I, just, I thought it was great. Was uh, yeah, Brian I, Quinn? I, I thought it was a great. Yeah, and yeah. he was. Yeah, he was. He was. And, and really well. But uh, uh, and if, if we play it again, yeah, you got to promise not to use the skull because it was right under your. You were touching it and rubbing it the whole time. Yeah, I, I have been. Yeah, I, it's weird, dude. That's what I do at home. Like I just, <laughs> I just, I, I sit there and I stroke it like a Bond villain. But it's not on that shelf. 
Yeah. I take it down. Like when, when I worked on the Elvis thing, I just sat there and I would like write and then I would stroke <laughs> and then write. Is it TV viable? Is it what? No. <laughs> in, in professor Impressor. Yeah, I think it is. I think, I think there's something there. I do. I think yeah. there's something to people making up histories. All right. Let's see this on a different channel in two weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them, Steve Dave.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.